0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com dot com.
1: Nine one one zero zero twenty four. It's a wild ass number, though. <laughs>
2: it's a wild ass number too. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> singing on the motherfucking track and shit.
2: Like, why he give her that number though? Uh, I just wanna know, dog.
1: Hold on, let me make sure this shit is uh
2: LSG is some wild boys, man.
1: Lavert, sweat, gill. Yo, how old was them niggas when that song got dropped, bro? Niggas probably our age right now and shit. We they look they probably they look <laughs> they old as 40 some When we was kids, yeah. well shit. <laughs> <laughs> well shit.
2: Uh, uh, well, well shit. shit. <laughs> 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 Is he still alive? Yeah. All right, yeah. good. No, my nigga better not ever die, dog. <laughs> Leslie Jordan for president.
1: Dog. Yo, like, him and Betty White.
2: Yo, they made them the coolest white people alive. They and, was on the same show together, though. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Boston Legal. No, was that? So i think been thinking, started on Boston Legal, and then, uh, yeah,
2: it was Boston Legal. Because that was the spinoff of, hmm. of uh, The Practice. See, I knew him from... Uh, I knew him from being on Will and Grace. That nigga would be on there once in a while. He's funny as fuck. Betty White, obviously, we know her from Golden Girls, but dog. But yeah, they was both. Matter of fact, I think. I think, I think she killed him.
1: <laughs> no, I think he killed her. He hit her with like a frying pan or some shit like that.
2: Uh, <laughs> Yo, that shit is wild. Okay? Oh, shit. Yo, man. Welcome back, dog. Uh, episode 187. Oh, hold up. No, I'm giving these niggas some music. Wait a minute. Uh, anniversary of this October 15th, 2014. This massive hit out of Detroit came out. we going to rock this shit for the ladies one time, dog.
0: Let a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get this whole motherfucking me And I ain't playing with nobody. Fuck around and I'ma catch a body. Let a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get this whole motherfucking me And I ain't playing with nobody. Fuck around and I'ma catch a body. Bitch, I got the math or the 40. Turn a bitch to some macaroni. Tell me how you want it. I'm on it. I really mean it. I'm just not recording. go to chopper for all you aquas. Leave a bitch nigga head imposter. You are an imposter. Ain't got no money. Put the burner to his tummy and make it bubbly. I really hate niggas. I'm a Nazi. Love wearing all black. You should see my closet. <laughs> Rock it all white when I'm feeling gaudy. Yeah.
2: To this day, everybody in Detroit who wear white yeah caption B got that all white when I'm yeah. feeling godly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fam, your shirt dirty, dog. What's up, Fine? I, I see niggas be talking about yo, this Family. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Nigga, I'll show you about three texts right now where I'm calling niggas family, dog. Yeah. Oh man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 187 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, aka Trinidad and A.K.A. Uh, Pat for the week that nigga wait. <laughs> I'm Pat nigga I got my brother with me Jay What up though
1: What up though It's your man Jay Johnson One half of the culture When you see the blue and the black You know where you at
2: And this week in culture We bring to you The episode 5 review Of season 1 of BMF <laughs> nigga <Nick. laughs> yeah, they starting to go a little nuts on this shit um before we get into that though y'all already know how we do we want to thank the listeners thank the fans the audience the texters commenters um somebody hit me a minute ago and asked me so I'll give it to y'all right up front so you don't ask no more yes i am suspended from facebook again yes it did happen 2 days after i came back from the last suspension and no i don't know what i said <laughs> yeah i didn't say shit it was that wild, one shit i sent you yeah, yeah. I don't, so. I, I don't know what I said, and it didn't show me what I said. That shit just said, nigga, you can't comment. <laughs> I was like—
1: <laughs> Everybody shut the whole group down. Yo, bro. <laughs> bro.
2: So what's funny, I was like, I could just log in and create a page from This Week in Culture Gmail um, and get them niggas off my back, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't even want to put that at risk, nigga. But, yeah, man, y'all might see a, a few requests from This Week in Culture. Maybe I'll, maybe this I'll make week, the name— last name, culture— <laughs> yeah. Literally, nigga, I might put, like, eh, this week in culture be the whole last name, nigga. I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out so I can get back in there. Cause, uh, I thought about that shit today, actually. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this nigga blocked again. Bro, We, uh, I have to get in there, actually, so I will do that this week in culture shit because we got a fucking... Lot of shit coming up, <laughs> nigga. We got insecure is back. I nigga. was just
1: thinking like how that's gonna roll out. You know what I'm Bro. saying? Uh, which one of these is gonna be released
2: first? Yeah, man. Uh it's hey, the the I show think insecure. That started going it off, first. Insecure kinda has to, man, yeah. um, based on our audience, dog. We know what they want.
1: So what I think we to, what we should do, we're gonna have a meeting in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably get insecure, the straight insecure treatment. Mm-hmm. and get our regular shit off on this.
2: on the, Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. I, I respect and that. that. And then this week, we got The Harder They Fall dropping oh, over the weekend. And yeah, that's it. coming out Thursday, I think. Okay. Uh, so we got to carve some time off of that too, man. So y'all already know, man, Mr. Two Pods a week about to be Mr. Three Pods a week. The boys is back. We about to get busy. Um... And I'm uh, excited to talk about insecure come back,
1: man. For real, I can't lie, dog. Shout out to clean, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> and out of the, hey. out of the blue, I felt like having a little roasting session. know, <laughs> like I, that's how I feel with Detroit music. Like this week, I think I'm, we just gonna be stopped the pot and play. Hey, man, play some some classic hey,
2: shit. Hey, dog, I already <laughs> have some shit. Hold up, <laughs> tell you what, fuck was going on in my phone today, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, I no, know, nigga. Oh, i been getting mm-hmm. Go. Mm-hmm.
3: I got a mm-hmm. Oh, i been, oh, been a- Pussy ass nigga. I've been getting to it. You can't get into it with my niggas. We a split of goofy. Put the 50 to him, ho, honey. We ain't missing nothing. Yo, bitch, think she love me, but I told her I ain't kissing nothing. She can get the dick and get a hug. Can't get no money before I take this clip out this gun. Hollow hit me something. Drum sound like too much horsepower when they hit me running. You don't see me coming. You gon' hear me before you see me running. Ugh. That ain't my problem, is it? You with them niggas who be disrespecting Sada, ain't you? He gon' be mad as hell with
1: Oh, shit Hey, you understand the type of Yo, listen (laughs) Y'all niggas don't understand The type of energy That you get When a side of record When when the right side of record The right side of
2: record Nigga, I was listening to Fucking a whole lot of choppers And was like Nigga, (laughs) I'm floating down the lodge Like, what the fuck is wrong Oh, hold on My part coming up With the the internet It ain't real beef If you don't know That nigga's Street Street. address It ain't real beef If you don't know Woo All right Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I, this going to be a fun few weeks of Detroit music, dog. Yeah, man. Oh, real quick, man, while we on it. Uh, I want to say, everybody go listen to Rich Off Pints, too, nigga. I swear, Vezo, new CD. That shit is so hard, dog. And I ain't even about to sit up here like I've been like the biggest fan. Nigga got some shit. Cool. Yeah, I'll sure. be hearing them featured on shit. It be straight. But I ain't never really just listened to a project. Damn, this Rich Off Pints hard as hell, dog. Like, I'm literally... Three listens in at this point since yesterday, and I've been like, "Dog, why have I been bullshitting with this nigga, man?" Uh, Rich off pints 2, I swear, Vezo, Detroit shit, go get it, man. Um, whew, nigga, how was your weekend, dog? Uh, I think it was good. <laughs> That's old nigga shit. Yeah, man. I think it was, I don't think I did
1: much. Oh yeah, I had a good weekend. It was cool. Yeah, It was.
2: huh I um. I went to go see the Lions game yesterday, man. No. My homeboy uh he his season today. Win? Hell no, nah, they got blew oh. out thirty-four eleven. 11 niggas ain't even scored to the fourth quarter, dog. It was bad. It was one of them. Uh <laughs> was way more Cincinnati Bengals fans in Ford Field than Lions fan, and I I get it. Cincinnati ain't the worst drive, nigga. Four and a half hours, you pull up, go see your team. Yo, know, my homeboy
1: Muddy was out there. He was dressed in orange and black, but he had to get these uh the shattered backboards off.
2: I mean, <laughs> he had nothing. <laughs> you never had a chance. <laughs> it ain't had nothing to do with the chance, Bengals. <laughs> niggas not from Ohio. He's from Chicago. Actually, <laughs> none of the niggas I seen with the shit was from Ohio. You know what was funny though. The few people who I did see who were actually from Ohio, we was talking niggas. Um, They was all with white women. <laughs> I was like, Ohio, different. Time. <laughs> Ohio, a different place, man. Shout out to the fucking Bengals and the Lions. That shit was a trash ass game. Yeah, what was that show?
1: The uh, Drew. What's Drew? Drew something? The comedian, white dude who do whose line is anyway? What's his last name? Oh shit! But he had a TV show, and he yeah, was like yeah, at the end, yeah. they'd be like Ohio. Oh shit! You talking about uh? Russ do Don't didn't he do? Don't he do uh like the, the price country? Right this
2: white boy, yeah, he do like the prices. Not the prices right?
1: Is he the new prices right?
2: Now? I don't know if he the new prices right host, but I know who you talking about um um like he was Drew, Drew Carey, Drew Carey, Drew Carey. He yeah, was like yeah. the
1: man for seven years. Hey,
2: Drew Carey was getting down, dog. He was getting busy. You know what? He was the prices right. I don't know if he still is, but he was that nigga for a minute after dog yeah. uh, Bob whatever left. Oh man, um, <laughs> I nigga was mad. Um, Bob was <laughs> no, Bob was a rapey nigga. Dog. Yo, uh, yo. <laughs> y'all niggas want to ke- Bob missed out on cancel. Is he still alive? Shit, probably. That nigga had enough work on his face. He should still be alive. I'm sure the fuck he doing. I think up? Wayne Brady that hosted that shit. Now I don't know, dog. I
1: remember it was some shit that came out about Bob him being like oh, a little was... extra touchy feeling. No, no, shit. no.
2: I'm sure that nigga groped everybody who came up there with a price. <laughs> like, uh, let me see if he's still alive, dog. Oh, they don't even want to give me that nigga, Bob Barker. Oh shit! Hey Siri, is Bob Barker alive alive? and well, nigga? Nigga, ninety-seven.
1: This nigga born December twelfth, nineteen twenty-three. Fam, Jesus
2: Christ! His wife died in eighty-one. He been getting his shit off for a long time. (laughs) Nigga, nigga,
1: nigga, wife died a year before I was born.
2: Yo, that's a wild thing to laugh at. Because <laughs> I wasn't laughing at that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo. I wasn't yo, laughing at that. Yo, rest in peace, Bob Marker oh, wife, dog. Yo, I ain't
1: never. Oh, hey. shit. Yo, this nigga legitimately about to be 100 years old, dog. Yo,
2: and he out here paid being How come nasty. he didn't? Yo. They not putting him up now. They just letting time do what it do at this point, <laughs> dog.
1: the biggest who got R. Kelly out to pay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what happened with, uh... What was the the white dude, the producer director dude, big time made all the movies ever? Yeah, I think At his, nigga, uh, his uh, silver uh, his his civil case
1: well, I don't I think his, his his criminal case is coming up. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, man. Uh yo. <laughs> we was just talking about on the web here, but I got to get it all cuz this shit been having me rolling all day. <laughs> Eddie Winslow <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so it came out earlier that Darius McCurry, aka Eddie Winslow, was dating Sydney Starr. If you don't know who Sydney Starr is, she's a very popular trans woman uh, personality. She even acted, she was the one who interviewed Maisha on this uh, season of The Shy when she did a little magazine joint. Yo, they deleted the post. The original one? Yo, because somebody
1: sent me this in a group and it uh-huh. was him and her like, like they was kissing. Yeah. Of, he was like, yo, this is all mine now. Y'all y'all niggas can't have her no more. Um, and then he was like grinding on her and shit.
2: Well, my nigga changed his tone because his rep said um, Mr. McCrary has kept an amicable friendship with Sydney Starr, who has been persistent with creating fake storylines and relationships with our client in a sad attempt to get back on Love and Hip Hop New York.
1: My nigga, you was nose to nose. Y'all was
2: kissing in the picture. The rep who also previously repped Sydney Starr, um, but dropped her before this incident, added... Darius has no interest in dating Miss Star, but, but like, will remain friends and support her journey to get back on television.
1: My nigga, I just seen today a video saying, "Yo, this is mine now."
2: Like, what are you talking <laughs> and about? And then they said Mona Scott and the executives at MTV, or I'm sorry, at Viacom, are aware of her desperate behavior. That's wild. Because I was slandering her talk.
1: I was comment creeping. Yeah. And it was a lot of women in there shaming Darius.
2: Well, that's the so yo. This is why I originally wanted to talk about it when they said they was dating. Well, there was Bart. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of people shaming him. But I was like, dog, why y'all mad that nigga was living his truth? No, I, like, I thought that's what they wanted.
1: Yeah, I thought you like, I thought that was like supposed to be okay.
2: Yeah, like you gotta be able to live your truth, right? Y'all can't weaponize his sexuality, last week right? Chabu, so. Yo, no, because <laughs> y'all was in support, right, of the trans, but now. <laughs> Y'all gonna clown Eddie Winslow, which is probably why he came with this backtrack. Because they, they was getting on that nigga, nigga it ass. Was, it was
1: 24,000 comments. They was nigga. getting on
2: his ass. <laughs> like, no, that, they was literally.
1: <laughs> it was 24,000 comments.
2: Yes, and 23,000, they was clowning that nigga. My nigga, it's never 24,000 <laughs> comments on anything. I was legit in there, and I even wrote one. I said, be free, Eddie Winslow. be free. Be free, Eddie Wenzel, be free. Uh, be free. I just wanted my nigga to live his life, dog. Hey, man, y'all just gotta pick his Uh, side, man. Y'all can't clown niggas when they say, okay, yeah, I like. Like Malik Yoba, same shit happened to him a few years ago. Y'all clowned that nigga. Somebody, y'all, don't say did. y'all did Somebody in the comments was like, damn, I thought that would have been Torres. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like how Torres
2: catch a straight? Yeah, what's nigga the,
1: was at home. It yeah, was the eyeliner for Torres, though. <laughs> it's, it's the eyeliner for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, yo, is that a thing? Why he has dog, so much eyeliner on? Dog, right? he thought he was in the video. You remember that nigga used to be in the video? Like, like, the, like the music video? Was, uh, Johnny Depp. Or oh, shit. Empire <laughs> to <of> the Caribbean. <laughs> 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 oh, man. um, Yeah, quit clowning Eddie Winslow. <laughs> That's all. I just want to say, I'm let that saying, nigga live, dog. Look,
1: if you're going to clown, okay, then just accept that we can clown for that or
2: not. Yo, <laughs> speaking of Dave Chappelle, though. I mean, the I'm pod. Tired of it. The pod is so timely though, because we literally briefly touched on the John Gruden shit. Yeah, and ten minutes after we walked out this bitch, John Gruden forced to resign over his comments after they found out he said some gay shit or some shit against gay people. Hey, yo, this nigga offended every group. He, but look, when it was just Demora Smith. The black person... Hey, man, get over it. Yo, y'all should let that go. That was 10 years ago. It ain't that big of a deal. He apologized, and it was a crafty-worded apology. It was 10 years ago, right? Soon as it came out, that nigga clowned uh, the LGBT group, fat people, white people, indigenous people, all the people, it was like, yeah, we got fire, dog. Come on, nah. Remember
1: when Kevin Hart made a joke 10 years ago and y'all took his uh, Oscar uh, joint? Man, couldn't even host
2: the fucking Oscars, dog. Had to go on an apology tour. After he said, I'm not apologizing.
1: Yo, every stage that he was apologizing on. That's
2: the one thing I respect about Dave Chappelle, though. Like Again, back to that cancer. I don't care. Do what y'all want. I'm not apologizing. I said what I said. Matter of fact, I ain't even talking to y'all. I, think I live in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: 70,000 a year. I'm good. <laughs> like, I live in Ohio. I can do 70,000. I just told y'all. It's white bitch.
2: <laughs> we out you what here. He already said on, uh, yeah. on his special.
1: <laughs> he said. <laughs>
2: Yo. <laughs> you like... <laughs> He said, yo, dirty foot white bitch. Dog, if you like dirty foot white bitches, dog. yo, the funniest joke I ever heard in this shit His was... His words, not mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these is Corey Holcomb's words, not mine. Because don't be calling. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Holcomb was... You know how you get to roasting in the stand up, whatever. Holcomb. He going crazy. So this one chick was kind of heckling him. And that nigga was like, All right, what? he was like, where you from, baby? He was like, she want to talk. I'm going to give her a chance to speak. Nigga was like, where you from, baby? She came up to the stage. Uh-huh. She was like, I'm from New Orleans. He was like... Oh, yeah, I could tell. She was like, how? <laughs> niggas? was like, the bottom of your feet still wet. <laughs> Dog. 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 Yeah, I,
3: yo. Yo, shout out to
1: the 5150.
2: Yo, 5150 uh, podcast. Um, Corey Holcomb's where it's not ants, but that shit, real talk, made me cry, nigga. I was laughing so fucking hard. I'm i I'm a,
1: am huh. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm part of the goon squad that be in the 5150 comment section. Hey man, huh. because not only is the show funny and informative and then you know kind of introspective on some shit, but the niggas in the comment section, it's a roast session. <laughs> no, Anybody who on the screen Corey yeah, included? It's, it's a roast. Clown. Like that's a different level of a uh,
2: Yo, <laughs> like self confidence. <laughs> you gotta be really, yeah, dog. Um, what else going on in the streets, dog? Uh, listen, man, I'm like, uh, I don't know, 15
1: years later, some shit. But uh, I watched Troy for the first time yesterday. Brad Pitt joint. Yeah.
2: Oh shit. How you? How'd you like it? Yo, that shit was good, man. Troy is one of my favorite, like one of them stories or tales. That's, I love that shit.
1: That's really the only one I hadn't seen yet. That's of, of them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I seen of course I seen three hundred, right? hmm mm-hmm. I was there at the time with my girlfriend at the time. I had no idea what three hundred was. I was in a movie theater like this. <laughs> arms folded and shit, angry and shit. And Black, then it was blacked
2: then them off. Look, look, and then my arms <laughs> was like <laughs> <laughs> then I'm in this video, like, <laughs> legitimately.
4: Yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> yo if <y'all> this,
2: <laughs> hey,
1: picture Glenn Robert. <laughs> what's that nigga name for playing <laughs> on oh, uh, the Celtics?
2: Glenn. Uh, My damn ass, was about to say Glenn Rice. Um, big, was, baby, big, big baby, big baby Davis. G- Davis. When he, <laughs> he was sitting oh, with the trophy,
1: I was in that bitch intrigued. Oh so, man, got on that and Spartacus. Yeah, um, both like all five seasons. Then. Um, Russell Crowe, are you not entertained?
2: Uh, oh, uh, shit! One of my favorites, uh,
1: Gladiator. Yeah. yeah, and then that got me into the, the. Then I was like, well, what about the time before that? What when we shortly after that, like the medieval shit, which is how I got into, um, not game, yeah, Game of Thrones initially, and I started watching all mm. this shit.
2: So Troy was the only one that I hadn't, I hadn't seen. I wanted to ask you, man, how do you feel about the the Game of Thrones prequel show that's coming out? Lit, excited about that show? It's yeah, I, I seen the trailer. It looked. Looked I right. yeah. Looked like I might start this from the rip and not be pissed off like I was when I started Game of Thrones four years late. Man, it just didn't hit. But
1: I, I watch uh like I'm on YouTube more than anything. Like I've been following accounts where well, we knew this shit was coming. Yeah. I didn't know it was gonna come pause. I didn't know this uh series was gonna come out so quickly.
2: Got you. Got you. Um, yo, I saw this question on Instagram. And I thought about it. I'm going to post it on This Week in Culture page sometime this week, too. But I wanted to ask you, what TV show would you say was canceled too early? Black Donnelly's. Mm. It's one season.
1: It's my favorite shit ever. And I just watched some of it yesterday. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, That's a good call. That was a good-ass show. Man, that shit was That was a really dog. good show, dog. Black Is that shit streaming anywhere? Um, I bought it off of iTunes. Let me see. The Black...
1: Don Lee's.
2: That was a good ass fucking show. And the
1: and uh like the mama got shot in the head on the last episode, like on some cliffhanger
2: Damn. shit. And here's here's my first issue with it though. Um it's NBC, right? The show that I was gonna name, uh, it was a show called The Event yes. that was on NBC as well. Watch that. Hella promo. Took over Super Bowl. Like, niggas promoted for a fucking month straight. The show came out. Blair Underwood is president. He had a Hispanic wife. It was a lot of shit we hadn't seen on TV before then. It was like... Great a, shit.
1: What's the shit we were just watching?
2: With the 828ers? Eight because
1: uh, um, they made
2: like 12 shows. Yeah, yeah, of shit. yeah. Um, the fucking... Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the we never found out what the event was. That's what pissed me off. The shit went off. Season finale never got renewed. And it went off like they were going to the event. We was going to learn what the event was, and it never fucking happened. But the shit was gripping. I loved it. NBC, good for that shit. I, yeah.
1: We, we talked about it a little while, but um, Owen from, uh, yep, I can't think of the name of
2: the show, but Journeyman. <clears throat> that show was fucking yeah. amazing. Though. Yeah, dog. Uh, there was another show also on NBC called, I believe it was called Undercovers, and it was starring Blair Underwood. Or I'm sorry, not Blair Underwood. Boris Kojo and. uh, I'm already uninterested. No, no, no. It was a good ass show. Um, Gugu Mbatha Raw is the actress. You've seen her in mad shit before. Um, It was an NBC show. They was a couple. They was both like undercover CIA and they know it. And it was like weird. It was kind of like. The Angelina Jolie Brad Pitt movie. Yeah. But a black version and a TV show. Oh boy had
1: an NBC show, uh Dark Skin Lance.
2: Um Lance Gross. Oh. He yeah, was yeah. like an FBI agent and some yeah. shit. NBC, they get They you. good for getting you the fuck out the paint. Yeah, because yeah, his show was straight. It was good. That shit was all right. Like I could watch that every week. I wasn't mad at it. He was like a rookie uh FBI agent yeah. and some shit. And I'm watching he's on uh, Our Kind of People, which comes on Fox right now. Lee Daniels show. It's uh him Morris Chestnut. Uh the dad I, from Scandal, Mad Niggas on there, that nigga Byron.
1: I caught like the last two minutes of an episode.
2: It's dramatic then as far I didn't I didn't yeah. know what it was.
1: I saw Morris uh Chestnut and then I saw the leading up to next episode. I'm like, oh, this is what people have been talking about in the group. I hadn't I hadn't watched it. I didn't I didn't know anything about it as far as like I didn't know it was on network TV.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, it's on I mean, Fox. It comes on, on Tuesdays. I'm not finna sit here and tell y'all this is the greatest show ever, but I am gonna tell y'all most of you niggas watched uh, Empire and you let it fucking be great. So I, I can know watch his, this. Uh,
1: his ex wife. Bye. Uh, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, she's been around for a long time. A long ass time.
2: But. Yeah. She can stay. <laughs> 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 she can stay. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, let me see what else I got. Hold up. Oh, shit. Rest in peace, Colin Powell. Um, mm-hmm. Colin Powell passed uh, complications due to COVID. They said he was fighting multiple myeloma, which is a form of cancer in your blood cells. They said that that had already compromised his immune system. Once he was uh, contracted COVID, it was just kind of a wrap from there. He couldn't fight it. He was 84. Um Rest in peace to the god man. First African-American shit, a lot. I was finna go right into the, the political shit, but I'm like, nigga, he was first general. African-American sec- secretary of state, first African-American general of the army, or what's it the Marine? I don't even know. Let me not fuck that up. But Army uh, Colonel. Yeah, yeah. He was Colonel Powell was he was one of them. Well, why do we spell colonel that way? Colonel, we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never understand it. I was the colonel in R O T C in high school, dog. I hated wearing that uniform. Man, I was please. conflicted about this uh this passing. Yeah. I'm um, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Cause he is the reason that I am the way that I am.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like quite literally. And you've talked about that on here and on uh Shop yeah. Talk. Yeah.
1: But um I mean I can't take nothing away from the brother. Yeah. Uh shit, I grew up with him on on the wall in my first and second yeah. grade, you know, class. Yeah. Like he was up there with Mary McLeod Bethune. Yeah. So like literally. Um uh, so like Rest in peace for the brother. Man.
2: Rest in peace, Colin Powell, man. Uh, like you said, man, nothing to take away from the accomplishments. Political shit aside, dog, he achieved some great things in America, especially for a black man coming up when he came up. Like, Why do you
1: think he got uh, love as a black Republican where others don't? I pro- you know what? Never
2: mind. No, I take no, that no. Back. Let's let's well, explain that for
1: people for our yeah. age, we had no idea what that shit yeah, meant lot, anyway. Yeah, as a kid,
2: a lot you know of us as children just saw a black man standing up there next to presidents, and was like, "Cool." Yeah. As adults, you well, kind of say
1: Republican because I mean, since we there's only quote unquote two parties. Yeah, as a conservative black male, yeah, uh, versus more liberal. So, and
2: here's you. the thing: a lot of uh, I have quite a few friends who. Um, have either military dads or military parents mm-hmm. and like very staunch very high level still live in dc been in dc they whole fucking life born and raised they parents are just like super conservative no and they black as fuck yeah we'll barbecue every day we'll do all the black tropes you think a black nigga should do but get into their beliefs and their money and they and we start talking about getting into laws like niggas get really conservative and to your point Really Republican leaning when it comes to voting and all that shit. And I've never had combos about yo know, who you vote for. But it's like mm, I probably could tell based on conversations I've had, dog.
1: And it's interesting. Um, I'll just say this. Uh it's interesting having conversations with real people. Yeah. Um about their, their belief systems and why they believe the way that they believe. Yeah. And when you when you come out of it, when it's not about like race yeah. or poor, You just talk. And just talking like, oh, because this, this and this, it's it's some very uh, eye opening conversations, and I think a lot more of those conversations yeah. should be had without the hyperbole on both sides. Yeah,
2: I stand. I always stand in whatever my belief is coming into a conversation. But I love when I talk to people who can make me at least think about yeah. the other shit. Yeah. You ain't you ain't got to change my opinion or my stance on nothing. But if you make me consider the other side of shit, I enjoy convos like that. And I think Colin Powell was very good at that. And for you know, let's say our parents, for instance. Even if they, you know, were never conservative voters or whatever, I would at least listen to this brother because before him, nigga, we ain't never had. We had the Al. We had the Jesse. We had that was like it. I we wish, ain't see a lot of them. I,
1: I thought because, like, we haven't seen Colin Powell and or Condoleezza Rice since they left office. Um, yeah, where
2: Condoleezza go?
1: I know she released a book not too long ago and she was out. I mean, we saw her name for like for a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know how they just both just like disappear from. The public eye. And my thirty-nine year old self um would love to have a conversation yeah. with, with, with them too. Um and I did like think about how difficult it was for anybody. Yeah. A black woman named Condoleezza growing up in the time that she grew up, not only a black woman, but a black conservative, black yeah. Republican.
2: To take the stances that she took Yeah. politically, socially. Yeah. And the hits. Condoleezza. And the hits that you
1: take from both sides. Yeah. These white folks probably don't like me because they look at me like a ghetto girl with this name. Mm-hmm. Then the, the people who, community I would normally, air quotations, be associated with, don't like me because they don't understand my political beliefs yeah. or don't understand they the logic behind questioning it.
2: questioning how you could rock yeah. with them, but then the people over there who you rock with, like, like Condoleezza. What yeah. is that? Shit, even some of the niggas was probably like, what the fuck is a Condoleezza? You know how we be. Yeah, Uh, everybody.
1: I wish I could. I I would love to have a conversation with her.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I think Colin Powell's achievements, they speak for themselves. They stand on their own. Um, Again, what he did more than anything was give another side of political leadership and the military. And, yo, do you think it's possible to reach a high level in the United States military and not be conservative? Like, if you're black, pardon me, if you black. Like, can you get high up in this military and not be conservative?
1: I've never been in military. I couldn't tell you at all.
2: I feel like just based on all the shit we learn about, like, the U.S. military.
1: the I mean, we've had Democrats who served in in, in the Army and got up high. So, I mean, I don't know. But I just think fundamentally— once you start looking at both I don't
2: that's a whole that's a that's a whole bag of worms. It's a different breed. It's a, it's a different breed, worm. man. Rest in peace, Colin Powell.
1: Because um, I think what the tropes that play out in the media and the tropes that well just tropes general are not representative of, of
2: like real life. Yeah. And so uh, um I know we talked about Got insecure coming up. Got the heart of day fall coming up. It's a couple other things coming up toward the end of October that I want to make sure everybody tunes into. Um, on Netflix, we got Colin in Black and White. Yeah, the Colin Kaepernick show uh, is coming out on Netflix, produced by Ava du- Duvernay, directed by Ava Duvernay. Should be a great fucking show. I've heard some good things on the internet from uh, people who've seen some early watches of the first episode. Um, So Colin and Black and White, keep an eye out for that. And then on Monday next week, we got All-American, man. All-American season four is back. Um, I I always want to make sure I give All-American props for a couple reasons. One, because they're literally running CW right now and have created the spinoff All-American Homecoming, which is going to be about the black college experience. But two, um, All-American annually – and I mean, I'm I'm sure Squid Games kind of went and killed all records, but for U.S. shows, All American is like the number one stream show on Netflix every year. <laughs> like it's like people don't even know that it comes on CW because everybody watches it on Netflix when it comes out. The shit gets hella streams on Netflix, and I just want to make sure it's getting its props, dog. I I avoided it season one because I thought it was for like. Some high school drama shit. And it get a little melodramatic now and again, man. But it's a good-ass show with some good TV, dog. And last season ended crazy. So if you don't watch All-American, catch the first three seasons on Netflix now. CW, it'll be back next week, season four. Check that out. Uh,
1: Also, uh, on Apple TV, um, Swagger is about to start with O'Shea Mm -hmm. Jackson Jr., um, it's about Kevin Durant. Actually, yeah. it's a series about him growing up. But uh, little cube, I want not say little. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, um, is starring in this, and from my understanding, um, it's probably pretty good. Swagger,
2: Apple TV. Let me put that. I'm putting that. In my Kevin
1: Durant, Jr. Mac Wilds, and O'Shea Jackson Jr.
2: Oh shit! I was just talking about Mac Wilds too, man. Yeah. Uh Interesting. Like Mac Wilds, talented as fuck he be his, saying low. His acting career, and I feel like, I don't know, I know he has a project that he just directed and created that's coming out um, in about a year, and then he just did a, a stage play, like some Broadway shit, with a bunch of black men. I'm blanking on the name, but it's like a bunch of black actors, notable. Um he does music. He does everything. Like he ain't just leave the wire and then never do anything she else.
1: He went to uh, soap operas after that. Yeah, he?
2: yeah. He was on nine hundred two one zero for a long ass time when they did the reboot.
1: He turned to like a, uh, a successful rapper. Maybe not. I mean, his music wasn't
2: geared toward uh, adult males. But it, but so what's funny is uh, his last album was like mad R and B ish and. That shit was all right. It was I, some joints on there, dog. I like he was successful. Like it was like, yo, this nigga actually has some Andy some Pods shit behind him, man. Yeah, got a nice podcast. I've listened to a few episodes before. Um, so yeah, salute to Mac Wilds for keeping it going, man. It's hard, yo. Child stars have a difficult life because niggas expect you Except to stay that at that level. Wire. Well, yeah, because I mean, look look at a Killmonger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yo, man. This nigga out here, yeah. I want people to stop sending me Michael B. Jordan, like when he do new shit, like don't send that to me and say like, nigga, you can't tell me he can't act. Yes, I can. <laughs> I can. I can always tell you that nigga can't act. Like you don't have to send me nothing new. Um, He got a movie coming out, I think top of next year, it might be end of this year, with a old girl who played the mom in the photograph, who's from here, went to cast. Yeah. Um, They're going to be in a film coming up. It's going to be on Amazon. He's a movie star, though. He'll attract. He's a movie star like Shia LaBeouf is a movie star. Shia LaBeouf can act though.
1: Shia LaBeouf is a movie star though.
2: That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like he's better.
1: He's better as a star. Like I enjoy damn near every single Shia LaBeouf movie because it. But it's not because it's groundbreaking, Emmy award winning. Yeah, yeah. he's just
2: good on screen, man. Like when he when he gets up there, that nigga attracts you. He draws you in. He gives really, like, almost think this nigga fucking freestyles half his damn lines anyway, because it be sounding like shit you say in your head, he says it on the screen. I'm like, that couldn't what's have been that, the script, what What's dog. that
1: Mexican movie we we was watching, dog That shit was fucking fire, dog <laughs> That
2: shit's <just> funny. <laughs> what's that Mexican movie? That's what it was uh, about. That's what it was about, Hold shit. up, <laughs> dog. Fucking, let I'm, me pull up, Shia. Because I just watched some other Shia Boo shit the other day. Um... Oh shit, did you see this? Speaking of, this went low as hell last year because of COVID. It was supposed to hit the theaters, it didn't. The tax collector? That's what I'm talking That's about. That's what you're talking about? Okay, yeah, with okay. LaMuff. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, yeah, the tax collector was fire. Um, that was s- heavy Mexican shit. Yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> that was heavy. No, Mexican that was a Mexican <laughs> movie, too. Like, <laughs> like, yo, you're right. Was, <laughs> that shit was like Mexican no, cartel. Man. The whole thing yeah. was like. We and, definitely, have and stop Mexican hate, man. For <laughs> like, sure. Um, no, I just watched uh, *Disturbia* the other day okay. on uh, yeah. on HBO Max. I remember that shit. Young Shia, but you could see it then. Like, yeah, no, that was like, like the yeah. He killed, man. It's uh, you know, just. It was one of them, dog. Like, really low-key fire movie that nobody ever seen. I was like, yo, this is a perfect it's Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Great, it was great, dog. Like, yeah, man. Shout-out to Shia LaBeouf. Uh, no shout-out to Michael B. Jordan. So, look. Uh, let's talk about this thing we talked about briefly last week. Oh, for sure. Uh,
1: and, uh, I mean, it is what it is. We just going to have the conversation. Uh, you've, we've seen the stuff surrounding Meek. Yeah, in, yeah. And Meek's album. Do <laughs> so You have the clip... Of oh, the gentleman? Man. Let me. Because we got to have to play that. No, no, no. We're 100% context.
2: playing that. Let me find. Where's this white guy?
1: We got to play it in its entirety so like, we can have proper context.
2: Yeah. Hold up, dog. Then I know I saved
1: this shit. we'll get into, you know what I'm saying? Everything else. Everything else. Um, but we just got to have this conversation.
2: And the clip is very important because the conversation that we have post this clip, yeah, we got to have it. Alright, so. Uh, you got it? Let me see if I can find it. I am trying to find this shit.
4: What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this?
0: This is on the side of a bus?
4: This is on the side of a bus rolling through your street. Rolling on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? What you want? Look at this bullfucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want, how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look? This is how you want to be portrayed? Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support Neek Mill. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. Let's not mistake what this pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of, look at this shit that you're getting on. This is for everyone to see. Little girls are seeing this crap. It's fucking crap. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. I'm so sick of them just rubbing Satanism right in your face. Oh, it's for for art? This is art? Is this art? Black and white checkerboard, what is that? It's a Masonic flooring. Is garbage.
2: And that goes on for another about 30, 45 <clears throat> seconds, man. Whew, shit. So that sparked all the other shit that happened. Um, Whoa, 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 pardon me. So then there was some tweets after that video came out and went viral. Um, got a couple tweets that, uh, that Meek Mill responded to. Um, one read... At Meek Mill, just saw your tour bus. It's obvious that you don't respect women, but it's more apparent that you don't respect yourself either. Um, Here's another one. This is rapper Meek Mill's album cover. When are black people going to call black people out for the injustices against black people? The number one threat to black women is black men. Mm. The most disrespectful people towards black women are black men. Where are the feminists? Nah, because why Meek Mill got naked black women bent over, coochie out, painted on the side of the damn bus driving through the streets? At some point, black women have got to shut shit down like this. It is a disgusting image. Meek Mill is not an ally of black women. At Meek Mill, the degrading image of black women you plastered on a bus is truly heartbreaking. Disgusting. There are literally so many other depictions of black women you could have used. It's a shame. And lastly... Looks like that was Meek Mill's tour bus after all. Just imagine the mindset of the people who that appeals to. I'm not disappointed in Meek. That's what the culture they speak of is all about. Not surprisingly, a black androgynous woman from a Chicago, from a Chicago, (laughs) is the artist. (sighs) Huh. The Teton County
1: Court. Man, it's a lot to unpack there.
2: Oh, it's a whole lot to t- nigga.
1: We try to try to do our best job. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: because I want to be sensitive to one. <laughs> yo, this nigga was spitting. <laughs> yo, this nigga. Yo, this nigga was
1: spitting. Okay, <laughs> like I understand every single thing he said, uh, and for the most part. I think it's coming from a true and honest place. I think a lot of us feel that way. Uh, what I don't like is how somehow it's the black woman fought mm-hmm. for this
2: shit. Like,
1: oh, this is what you gonna allow. Like, yo,
2: they, I didn't do it. He was and a little aggressive and the, oh, with even, that black women. Black women, this is what you want?
1: I'm talking about even in all in those the comments. Tweets, yeah. And them tweets is like, oh, y'all gotta do this or y'all gotta do that and y'all gotta do this. A nigga talking I mean if we using the same uh, situation like nigga y'all talking about me I didn't do it I'm the yeah. victim in this situation yeah. if, if we going if we going to look at it that way like it's not my fault like Fam. I'm the victim in this situation uh however <laughs> like all right I got I got to put this in order <laughs> to make sure <laughs> to make sure like I agree with him right yeah um I think it's wild um, I didn't like... So, background. <clears throat> Within the last year or so, um, Apple, um, via Apple Music, have um, allowed artists to um, make their album covers motion. Yeah. So if you've seen DJ Khaled album, he's praying, but he's literally bowing down and praying. Um, say Nas album cover, the, yeah. everything is bouncing and moving. It's shit like that. So when Meek album came out, I looked at his shit on Apple. I seen the car. I mean, the 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 girls was dancing. Yeah. Um, The boat was flipping up and down. The motorcycle was going like so. I think a lot of people are making extra shit in there to move around. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one thing. I looked at it and I thought that shit was whack. Like I didn't understand like what what would make this be yeah the album go. like because I don't know anything on this album cover like I didn't understand it. I thought that shit was whack yeah. be perfectly honest I haven't even listened to the, the full Meek album I've got to like maybe the first four or five songs I'm just not interested I listened to the whole album the other day and it's not because I don't like yeah. Meek or think he like I, I listened to most of his projects I yeah. just I just hasn't I just haven't been interested gotcha um I haven't I wasn't disinterested because of the album cover um though I didn't. Pay like a lot of attention to it, like I, I just, I'm, I guess I'm in a mode of like, yo, this is not what I want to hear right now. Yeah. Um, I don't want to hear a nigga talking. I just, I just don't want that right now. Gotcha. So I paid attention to the album cover a little bit, but like not fully. I'm thinking like, why you got? It just look, it look weird. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's be real though. Why the fuck would you put this shit on a bus? In Uh, New York, Miami, Los Angeles, Philly. Like, this was everywhere. Yeah. They they had a picture of somebody had one in the IKEA parking lot. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck would you put this in the IKEA parking lot? Boy, that is not... It's the most culturally diverse place that you're not going to see a lot of black people at. Yeah. Is IKEA. Like,
2: why would this be in the IKEA parking lot? So before we get to the bus, I'm going back one full month. From today, four weeks to be exact, yeah. was when he released the album cover. Mm-hmm. And the pre-sales were available right now. Yeah. Go to Apple, go to your streaming, wherever you do, go pre-order my album, Expensive Pain, with the artwork by Nina Chanel. At Nina Chanel on the Instagram. Her name is Nina Abney in real life. Yeah, Black woman from Chicago. She did the art. Not a soul said shit about the artwork when it got released four weeks ago. I'm looking in the comments right now. I'm about a hundred thumbs. I've been thumb scrolling since we played that clip. Nothing negative, dog.
1: I don't think a lot. I don't think that the, the people who are outraged yeah. and upset, I don't think they checking for Meek Mill album. I don't think they in them comments.
2: You know what i So, I'm so I'm, I'm seeing literally, I just got down to some, been scrolling for about a minute and a half. You still got time to change the art cover. Somebody replied, This the album cover, Meek? Just call that nigga Robert, but Mm -hmm. Meek. Um, (laughs) Other than those two, oh, somebody else said, 2021 ain't the best year for album covers. And then uh, somebody said, thank you for the album. It's been years. Can't wait to hear the music. Not feeling the album cover, though. Somebody responded, please tell me what the problem with the album cover art should be. This is typical bullshit. Here's the thing for me. Out of those five comments I just read, and I'm sure it might be some more scattered in here. I'm not rolling through fucking uh, 7,000 comments. But out of them five I just read, it was 10 times more in support. Yo, this shit is fire. This shit is hard. This shit is this. Oh, my God, nigga. Expensive pain. Somebody wrote right here. That's an expensive album cover. Um, Nina, NFT, we up. Like, all this shit, right? Album cover again. Two posts later. 2,000 more comments. Mostly in support. Then again, right before it dropped. Then again, then again, then again, it wasn't until this white dude went on his rampage with the video and that shit went viral that all of a sudden, not a whole internet is mad at this album cover. And I'm like, yo, where the fuck was you niggas at when the shit got released a month ago? It wasn't on a bus a month ago though. But nigga, true, like, cause like the the but the pussy was the same though. Right, the black the, women was the same though. But
1: one hundred percent, the medium in which that's displayed is different, right? Cause like I gotta go look for Meek Mill album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go to Apple Music, his face was there and said new music for Meek on the on the promo, but they didn't they didn't promo on that main page his album cover. Yeah. It was new music for Meek, whatever, that which is how I yeah. knew that. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's different when you got something that you gotta go out and seek mm-hmm. to 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 find to find this versus something that's plastered, I don't know, eight, ten feet tall and 30 feet in width and then wrapped. A <clears throat> in a few major cities. And it's in public. Like, fam, mm-hmm. you got women naked breasts with nipples out. You got a woman bending over showing her pussy. Like, <clears throat> this should not be on a fucking bus
2: and on billboards and and, and put, like, like, what are we doing? See, I'm going to tell you why again. I don't really give a fuck. And my reason why, nigga, they got cologne and perfume ads where niggas is naked. They got Gap ads where niggas is naked. They're on buses.
1: Ad- they're not actually naked. They don't actually, they don't have somebody bending over with a, 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 a brown-skinned woman with her pink pussy hanging, like, come on, my nigga, these, that's different. This is paint.
2: This is paint by a black woman. I don't care who the fuck This ain't it. a real person taking a picture of a Pussy. It's a black woman artist who painted this shit. My thing is, niggas wasn't mad a month ago, so then when the white dude going on his little Rampage many, video...
1: You see how many streams Meek did? I don't think... Nah. Niggas, he got more Again, people talking about him than listen to his fucking
2: album. Oh, I think that's been the case for years with hey. Meek, though. Like, I don't, I don't think... And what's sad, so I just listened to the whole album over the weekend. Uh, my opinion, it's probably the most fluid Meek Mill album I've heard. Like, track to track, it was like, huh, this sounded like one composed album. It didn't feel like scattered singles and little thoughts or whatever. I was
1: thinking that that thing like Championships is his best project.
2: That might be. I know that's been like but up until that, now.
1: I say that not fully listening to.
2: And Championships up until now I think would have been the consensus like best project for mm-hmm. me. But what, what pissed me off was So the white dude, in one of his comments in the video, he goes, yo, black women, this is what you want. You got this shit on the bus where people can see, little girls can see. Little girls is on the internet. They could see it. And the same way, most of the niggas I know don't live in Philly or L.A. or New York or Miami where this bus might have been at, right? Most of the niggas I know is somewhere on the internet, and they seen this shit on the internet the same way I did. Niggas ain't just—I get the people in them cities might have been a little shocked, like, yo, what is this riding around my city? Most of the niggas in them comments wasn't them people in them cities. They was niggas on the internet. This cover been on the internet for little girls to see, little kids to see, black people to see. It's been there. I ain't heard shit. I feel like niggas' outrage be fake as fuck. It really do, dog. Like, it's some people who really do feel like, yo, the depiction of black women in this fucking cover— even if that it's wasn't bad.
1: even if that wasn't a black woman and it was a white woman with her with her titties and her nipples out yeah, yeah. and her hanging over with her pussy yeah. out, I think it's gonna be the same outrage from people who are not wrapped up in our yeah. culture who don't like some of this shit. You would just, you just expect foolishness. Yeah. So when I saw that shit from me, I'm like, I don't like this shit. It looks stupid, but I didn't I didn't harp on it because I expect foolishness from him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like it was like this is part of the reason I didn't even want to listen to your music because. This is not the energy that I really yeah. wanna the, the fuck right at the moment. So I I I move moving on. But like on this on a regular, human, logical level, like you know this shit is not right, dog. Yeah, but like then- it's different like when the when the when they're even online where there's a, a clean version mm-hmm. uh, and where there's a promo advisory and different shits like, yo, nigga, this shit just gonna be out in the public. Uh just like it is what it is. Like I didn't I don't understand the, I, now I did see the artist. Um, so this album cover is, I guess, like a play off of a different painting. Gotcha. Um, it was like blue, and how how the the style in which it was. Yeah. So I, for my understanding, because I saw her sitting next to like the real one without naked ne- ne- yeah, people yeah. and shit. So like I get where that inspiration came from, but like what this shit got. So did this album cover got anything to do with the album? No,
2: nah. I don't. I don't. I like, don't know what this album cover meant. You know, you what, know what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So like, what's the correlation other yeah. than the, then
1: what happened now? Because half of me is like, yo, he did this shit on purpose.
2: But then this is the fucked up part. Whatever the correlation is, whatever the original piece that inspired the album cover was, all this shit, we'll never fucking know. Cause she didn't remove all her art. Instagram is made for motherfucking artists. She removed all the goddamn art. She has zero posts on her Instagram. No tweets. She turned all comments off. Meek didn't turn comments off. And it's fucked up because it's like, damn, that black woman artist in Chicago who probably thought, yo, this might be shit black woman my though. biggest fucking moment.
1: She don't want this associated with her, clearly. But I don't want it, this to be my biggest moment.
2: No, I don't think she had an issue till dog went off. I don't think she's been pumping that shit the whole month. Until the album drop, until and then dog goes off.
1: Until people in the real world find out, like, yo, my
2: nigga, you know we not. But that's my thing. I don't really think these niggas give a fuck. I know you personally to know some shit like this might really irritate you. You know what I'm saying? I think most of these niggas is capping. I think that white dude was capping. I don't think he give a Nigga, this nigga, all you that passion think, behind that like shit, in, so, he was 10 minutes from saying nigga. I don't fuck with that nigga, dog. I don't know about that part. Uh, he could have been. I, I literally don't know. That nigga was true. Right? He was overhyped. Like I don't watch how you talking to niggas, dog. But
1: truth is truth. I didn't. I did not disagree with anything he said, other than the fact that it's somehow black women' responsibility to go out and and fix this. Yeah,
2: and that's that's what I'm saying. That that little again that finger point. Black women. This how you want? What other than the black woman who painted it? What black woman came out and said? Yes, this is how we want to be represented. Like, nigga.
1: Well, that's the second part of this. Now, that's the second part of this Black women
2: going to stop the bus?
1: Wait, this that's the second part of this conversation, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, and, like, I saw a lot of comments about guys and how about Meek and uh, we don't respect black women if you yeah. like this and this. Now, roughly about a year ago at this time, when WAP was popping. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cardi and Meg did a video. I mean, they did a, they, um, not the video, which the video was wild, but they Boy. performed, uh, was it on CBS? It was like, a, um, like the American Music Awards or whatever. They was dancing in yeah. like the the, the 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 clear glass stripper shoe and everything, yep. and then some men was like, yo, this is a little bit much. My children can watch this. It was like, shut the fuck up and stay out of women's business. Oh, you, we for sure got told that. Um, also, you shaming sex workers um and uh, you hate black women, so those are the three things. So yeah. one of the issues that I see is the community. If you, I don't believe in that shit no more because it's not a, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a thing because everybody has their individual point of view. There's, yeah, there, there is not a, there is not a black community. It's not, a, it's not a thing in real life. But the quote unquote for sakes and purposes of this this conversation, the community is divided. Mm-hmm. Half of them say online at least
2: yeah yeah
1: uh because that's where most not, of this
2: shit lives yeah,
1: yeah this is also not a real thing yeah. outside of twitter and instagram um is you you don't you don't shame sex workers because mm-hmm. strippers fall into yep. this like yep. who are you to to say that this is wrong and this is bad and if you say that you hate black women and yep. i literally saw these comments we even talked about it on, on this, this podcast on this pod yep. and if i'm not mistaken some of y'all got in the comments on, on This Week in Culture on yeah. Facebook and said, we should be shutting the fuck up because we shaming sex workers and shit like that. And yo, what was crazy- So, like, just to get this out, like, there's a divide on what people think is acceptable. hmm So, the reason why I can't jump out the window and say yay or nay, because I don't know which side of the fence y'all want to be, quote-unquote, collectively. For me, mm-hmm. I think it's in poor taste for the album cover- uh, I thought it was kind of whack, and I didn't. I didn't spend too much time on it, and I also didn't like because, like on Apple, while it was moving and shit, yeah, it's a, it's kind of like it's smaller and it's more compact. But like on that bus, you know, everything was super duper it. clear. Can't avoid it. I'm like, no, why do I want the naked women with her nipples showing and literally with her pink pussy bending over? Like, yo, this is why with money thrown out yeah. there well, all the nigga shit you can possibly yeah. think of.
2: Oh, I don't want that out. But you know what, what what fucks me up? Um, because on this podcast we came right on here and said flat out, yo, WAP, the song, the video, the performance, all of it, shit's crazy. That's some wild shit. Like, like but what about Luke and, it, and it, what and about and yo, yo, Luke and it was wild too. I'm not the fan. <laughs> JT Money, shake that ass nigga, like
1: also, when go and shake that ass bitch, I'm going to throw this money come
2: out, we all run into the flow. I and, then, it. and so, and that's where I want to take the convo is, because yes, naked black women, pink pussy holes at, represented on this bus, um, artistically or not, we know what the fucking, you're implying I right, black women get naked and do all this wild shit and have money thrown at them. And this is what the fucking representation looks like. What do y'all think the representation looks like when every single thing y'all post, you go out of town, twerk on a boat for 12 straight stories, twerk, 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 ass, 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 ass. ass. And it's like, yo, as fun as I know you out there having, that's the same representation that a motherfucker's getting when they paint the naked black woman with the nipples and the pink dot pussy on the bus. It don't look no different. Don't think just because you ain't butt naked on your story that the damn people who watch this aren't thinking exactly what people were thinking when they look at that bus. All That's right. why I'm saying that the energy around this from most of the niggas mad on the internet was capped, because, nigga, y'all doing this shit and participating in it, and just a year ago, y'all told us that WAP was a fucking f- level of freedom of expression and yes. all this y'all shit. Y'all hate when a woman ex- all hate when stuff. women express themselves sexually. Y'all hate it, and it's like...
1: Now, letting... And so, nigga! It's another one of them interesting points where it's like, yo, I don't know what... I don't know what the "quote unquote" group collective is. Yeah. I know what I think personally. I'm I'm not for that shit. But every time Lizzo get nasty, get naked, and somebody say something about it, it's like shut up. It's liberating. It's yeah. this. She was naked the same day that shit popped out Fam. on the internet. You know what I'm saying? She it's just like, had her ass
2: out on live the other day. This was two days ago.
1: Yeah. So it's like listen. Um, I, everybody is getting mixed messages. Yeah. As far as like, cause like, well, where the, who is gonna stand up to Meek with this? Like, yo, you can't ask somebody to stand up when the message is being blurred uh, because half y'all, you know, half of the entertainers are naked yeah. and twerking and doing this. And then when that is placed in public, which I'm not a fan of still, it's like, well, why don't y'all say something about that? It's like, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, like, I'm not surprised that there is people who won't say anything either yeah. or because you can piss off a pocket of loud the loud minority yeah even if it's not everybody you can piss off the loud minority and it will feel like it's everybody in the world coming at you yeah because when you say something on the internet and someone retweets a negative every person that who it's like hey, i think somebody talking bad about our group and they just they call like the power rangers or some shit and everybody Again, get on you
2: we just called it out on twitter yo salute niggas shouted us out said yo they got the best insecure podcast, and niggas went crazy with the retweets. Like, no, the official pod is insecurity. Fam, we didn't say shit. My man just said, here's the best fucking pod that I like, his opinion. But once one person took that negatively, here come the rest, and it's yeah. like, yo, we just kind of took the straight. But is that going to stop us from doing our pod? Absolutely not. But it's easy to get caught up on the fucking opposition, even if the opposition is small, because we like nigga. This Week in Culture lives in our own community. Literally, dog. We got our own pocket. Everybody who fuck with us know what it is. Everybody outside of this, they if they hear a clip, the wrong clip from me and Jay, the wrong fucking edit. I say the some wrong, wild
1: shit every episode. Yo,
2: and it's like when, when niggas hear that, nigga, the argument I just had against the bus, you pull clips from that, niggas might not even hear what we're talking about now, where it's. Yo, fam, I just want y'all consistent because if you telling me, yo, let the image of black women just be what it is, then I'm gonna step back and I'm gonna wonder why you mad when it's being what it is. nigga.
1: And that's why I don't believe in this. The the the, the <laughs> even <laughs> yeah, this pod is called this week in culture. Yeah, but that's why I don't believe in the generic term doing it
2: for the culture for the culture
1: because we not on the same page. No, and haven't been for a long time. Because like we're not in the same page and we may be, we may physically live in the same geographic location, but we're not in the same quote unquote community because what you think is acceptable, I don't think is acceptable. Yeah. Right. So I'm not about to wrap my vehicle in naked women, whether they black, white or otherwise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think words mean things. I think the spellings of different things matter. Yeah. I think that when we keep repeating over and over again, that, Black women are insert negative item insert Mm -hmm. negative item. Like I think that has a real impact, Mm -hmm. and like it's almost like some some like embrace it and accept it and believe it. Yo, black men are the biggest threat to such and such and such and such and such and such. Like, and you you bake that into your being, and now it has an now it has a hold of you, and now you are you are you are at opposition. With black men that you've never met or had a conversation with yeah. because you've been told yourself and you've seen so many different things online. If you say that shit so many times, it becomes a truth. Niggas start believing it. So like I'm not trying to to keep that, yo, black men aren't gonna make it to twenty five or yeah. there are more black men in prison than there are in college. That's not even true.
2: Yeah. You know everybody so- in my crew went to school, did what they needed to do, and they taking care of their families.
1: Black men don't marry black women.
2: Everybody in my crew. Me and Jay talk about this shit all the time, nigga. Between the two of us, we talking about maybe take both our crews, give or take, you talking about about 16 black men.
1: Or, oh, black, like statistically, black men spend more time Time with their children in any other race, hey. but the narrative that is something different. Hey. Um, so this is not necessarily your black man, black woman. What I want us to get out of hey. is repeating these negative tropes, taking them on and accepting them as if they're the truth, as it af- it has to be. Like one of the four agreements is don't take anything personal, mm-hmm. because once you accept it, if they, someone says something negative, you negative to you, and you're offended by it, like it might as well be true. Yeah. You took that energy and you took it on. So um,
2: I want us to also stop interpreting the shit that we see on the internet as real, because right. um, we'll 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 take. A, a meme or a tweet or a post or some just random shit that has zero fucking facts behind it it's just somebody's opinion that they posted that you might happen to agree with or you might happen to relate to and then niggas spread it that's how shit like that spreads the rumors that black men don't marry black women when like 70% of black men black, black pl- women is marrying white men now like no,
1: no statistically not. it's not. that's it's not the, happening literally
2: it's not happening it's an actual fact that the majority of black men marry black women that's b- a fact
1: and guess who black women are marrying
2: Black men. They're black men. Y'all. <laughs> like, Fam, if the <laughs> let me <laughs> if the majority of black men are marrying black women, that means the majority of black women are marrying black men, dog. We'll, like, we'll
1: take one one individual person, say we'll take a Serena Williams.
2: Yeah. Like, See? Black
1: women are starting Our they they, marry, yeah, they, not, they stop not.
2: fucking with you niggas now. And it's like, yo, not only are we taking this again, we don't, we not only take the one instance we take the one celebrity instance. Fam, these are literally not the people we talking about when we talk about this shit. If you see... Serena Williams marry a white man Guess who was never marrying Serena Williams Me and Jay nigga I mean I got a shot It wasn't gonna one. happen and it, it just wasn't gonna happen But And it's like when When like I remember uh, You know before niggas turned Future into memes When niggas were just saying Oh Future running through women He having kids with all these women He irresponsible with his shit Da 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 First of all just say you hate Future Cause Nick Cannon doing it And y'all talking about Go King And all that shit But more importantly When Future was doing the shit Future wild with it Future wild as fuck He but texting it's, like <laughs> He'll do it, then hit him with the gift. but we know future the most toxic nigga in the world. That's fine. Like, don't call me no more. <laughs> but guess who the fuck you not dating, ma'am. Yeah. Future nigga, your nigga worked a plant and he don't no, he not with Lori Harvey. If he we, never will be, dog. If we be
1: honest. I think they do got a chance of being with you. <laughs> I
2: mean, I told you, I literally used to work with one, his first baby mom, the only one he had respect for. If you're cold
1: and go to a concert, you might have <laughs> yo, a chance.
2: Yo, niggas I'm always, not going
1: to pull a Serena at the U.S. Open.
2: Niggas always love their first baby mom more. I don't know why that works. I don't know why that works like that. But, man, all I'm saying is, dog, what we have to do is either establish some consistency, which probably will never happen, or except the fact that, yo, you know what? There are gray areas. All this shit ain't black and white, bro. Fam, there are corporate women out here with fucking uh, Forbes... 200 Forbes, 100-level jobs. They at the top of the fucking executive management. They out there, And guess what they do when they get to the club? They twerking they motherfucking ass off. They screaming, hey, all on their friend's phone. They doing all that shit. And it's like, do that make them a hoe? Do it make them fuckable? Do it make them a sex worker? It don't make them none of that shit. It mean they was out doing what the fuck they wanted with their friends. On the flip side, if you doing that shit and you saying, nigga, this is how I have fun. This is how I express myself. This is my freedom. You also got to be like okay, well, damn, if I see the image of a black woman naked on a bus, I need to really come to grips with why that's a problem, but this behavior ain't. Why is that bussing issue, but listening to WAP ain't? Seeing Meg and Cardi lick the microphone and twerk on that bitch and act like they riding the fucking mic at the damn AMAs or whatever event, why is that not a problem, but this painting on the bus was? Because I feel like... We know what the issue is when we do the one thing, but we can mask that behind freedom and sexual freedom and not feeling sexually oppressed and letting black women let their hair down and have fun and da-da-da. And it's like, all right, that's cool. But then when this nigga paints this naked woman on the bus, he probably thought that that was going to fly because look what else everybody cool with. Like, are we cool with this shit or are we not? We need to figure that out. If we don't, these conversations are going to keep happening, dog.
1: Well, the thing is... We can't wait for the collective to figure it out. Yeah, you can't wait on the collective to decide what we're gonna do because all you got is yourself. We individuals. The, the quote unquote community is made up of individuals with their own mind and their own thoughts. So don't wait for public outrage. If you don't like some shit, don't fuck with it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like his album cover. I didn't want to f- fuck with that music or that energy. I didn't listen to it. And here's Still the thing.
2: Have it. I ain't really liked most of Meek Mill's albums. <laughs> like, they, Championships was cool. Again, it was fucking widely known as like, I right, that's probably his best work thus far. I personally think that this last album is. Thing about it, I ain't running it back. I don't care to hear it again. I wanted to listen to it just to give it a shot, give it a stream. I want that black man to go do some great things, but eh, musically, I've been over that nigga for a long time, man. I, from the first album, when I heard the intro, and then literally every song after that was trash, I was like, All right, yeah, maybe Meek ain't really my speed. That ain't what I want to do. It's cool. You can have your own opinion on these niggas, but don't be fake outraged about the same shit that you do personally. That's what I want niggas to... You can't be fake outraged at the celebrity with the access to put some shit on a bus and ride through the city.
1: But the, the only difference is, right? So let's say you out and about and you twerking on your um on the boat somewhere hey. um, that's presented to you and your followers. Right. Mm-hmm. So a, a relatively small. Now, if you took that same video and then wrapped a bus around that bitch and rode it down the street, I think you would probably be different. Right. Cause like what you do on your social media, you're not, even though you may be comfortable with everything you do on your social media, you still don't want your boss to come in there and look yeah. at your social media. So it's, it is different places. Like I did this, It's a false sense of security that we have. Like, yo, only my couple thousand people, all these postal people. Once it's on the internet, it's out forever. But it it is definitely different from when you do something false in your mind that you think is semi-private. And would I put that on a bus and roll that shit around?
2: I don't know. But here's the thing. when. Again, the women who are encouraging y'all to twerk and do all that when y'all go to the club and the butt, they got millions of followers. You might only have a couple thousand, few hundred. Yeah. They got millions, and you one of them. And y'all doing the shit that they doing because they look like they having fun, so I'm going to do it too, and I'm going to have fun. So don't be not outraged at her. Yo, Meg got—literally, she got popular from fucking twerking. She ain't get popular from rap. Niggas wasn't hearing them freestyles and all them raps at first. It was yo, who's this big ass girl with this ass, nigga? She moving that motherfucker. She turned the twerk into that little walk move she What's was her doing. What's the summer song right now? What the hot? Uh, oh shit, you talking about? Uh, it's oh, something that's popping, like yeah, relatively like currently, right yeah, like, yeah. I heard this shit on Serious, um, Magda's... And again, I like style. Stallion. I want Mag to be fucking thought shit. Yeah, thought shit. Like, come on, dog. Hands on, on my knees, shaking
1: ass on my thigh shit.
2: Come on, dog. And it's like, look at the shit that y'all are saying is fucking hype. Look at the shit y'all doing to get hype. Well, listen. To, and then look at what y'all arguing for. And that's both sides. Cause yeah. Niggas love that song, too. And that's so,
1: so it's like, yo, if you can play that shit in the strip club, yeah. and you are you happy when when they like, well, though.
2: You know, this and the we discussed that we, when we talked about WAP last year. Like, yeah, we know it was a lot of niggas who have liked time and time again the Naked Women songs, the Dancing songs, the Ass Shaking songs, all that shit. But then when that came out, it was on some like, yo, I do got a daughter and I don't want her to hear some shit like that. Because guess what? You know, a lot we, of us have grown the fuck up. Because we realized that. like, my, my nigga, I ain't know what I was doing at 20, 25, 15, 21. We kind of knew that shit was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Man, but do you give a fuck? <laughs> I know, it? right. You know, I don't have the conscience enough to hey, care. Hey, we started this pod like, damn, nigga, we low-key uh, 40 out this motherfucker. We right there. We on the cusp. Yo. At 40, this shit do hit a little bit different, dog. It do ring off a little differently when it's like, yeah, I appreciate her twerking and all that, but like, and, and, and nigga, and wet thing, ass pussy.
1: And the final thing, uh, small thing, yeah. I don't like how everyone says, but kids may see this. Nigga, I'm offended. I don't gotta. Be, it don't have to yeah, be a small, yeah. gir- a, a young child. Like I don't want to see that shit. It don't have to be. And I get it. People use the the most extreme example they can think of to like to 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 push their their, their point forward. But like, yo, you, you don't gotta say, yo, a little girl might see it. No, nigga, I, I I might see it, and I think that shit offensive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Me and hey. my mom may be walking down the street. Me and my auntie walking down the street, or we go to IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And now in the parking lot, we got this.
2: But here's the other part of that, too, dog. Saying kids might see this, guess what? At one point, we were the kids seeing this shit. And we was influenced by this shit. So telling me that I can't grow from that influence to saying, you know what, this kind of don't sit well with me no more. That don't fucking work, bro. You can't tell niggas not to change their mind later in life when they've been through shit and they realize, yo, this representation of women ain't what
1: I'm for. but But if you can save somebody the heartache that you went through yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to yeah. attempt to do it. Oh, 100%. Because sometimes it may be too late. By the yeah. time I change my mind, shit, I can... And that's,
2: that's my point, though. Like, yo, we're the kids who saw this shit when it was Luke, when it was 2 Live Crew, when it was Trick Daddy and Trina and all. So it's like, fam, I do want to say, but my kids might see this, Cause I know, Cause if I we, see this. If
1: we want to uh, uh, keep it hundred yeah. percent. all that shit we grew up on was horrible. It taught Terrible. us It, it taught a, a, a very nasty and degrading uh, treatment of women. Yeah, treatment of yourself, treatment Terrible. of your brother. So like, no, it's not. It's Ma'am, not good. I,
2: I was having a convo the other day, dog. One nigga in NWA was doing shit in them streets. Easy E, Ice Cube came from college. And they started rapping. He wrote all them raps, all that thug shit, all that crazy shit. Presented this crazy fucking image, nigga. Uh, America's Most Wanted with the KKK's on America's, nigga. D- fucking Death Warrant, all that shit. Ice Cube looked like the craziest, nigga. Fam, you was in college. You came home. Didn't work out. Only came back because you heard Dre was fucking your bitch. I already know what it was. You start writing for them niggas. Boom. Y'all turn into the biggest rap group in the world. Most influential. Influential in my life, nigga. But it's like, fam, Easy e was literally the only gangster in that whole shit. And y'all talk to all that gang shit. He was a drug dealer.
1: Well, and a gangster. But I don't think that selling drugs make you a gangster.
2: No, no, no. But the nigga was, he was in them streets. Yeah. The rest of them weren't, nigga. We know Dre background. We know what he was doing pre-NW. So it's like, but that imagery, right? When them niggas got on and they finally set that example and we started hearing them, it was, yo, this is the most influential shit. Niggas wanted to be in them streets. Wanted to be hard. Wanted to do all that. Fuck the police. And it's like, that's all great. But nigga just got to watch the images you present, dog. Because at a certain point, you are going to affect them kids, and you're going to start to turn these adults in 20 direct. We don't know what to argue for no more. I want to stand behind black women, but I don't know what y'all mad at. It's rough out here, dog. Yeah. All right, man. That was a fucking great convo. Let's see, dog. Let's see what my man Rob Silver said about this week's episode. Before we get into Rob Silver's voice note, man, before we get into – uh. The episode, man, y'all already know what it is. When y'all hear that can crack, I mean your man back. And when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Oh, man, this week's episode, episode four, pardon me, I said five at the top. This was episode four of, uh, of BMF. I'm giving this one a... I feel like every episode has been a strong pair of woods for me, but they've all gotten better.
1: Yeah, this episode was... Uh Shit happened in this episode. I wasn't expecting it to happen.
2: At all. Uh, this was a good episode. It was good as fuck. It was good as fuck. It paced well. Snoop didn't irritate me with the goofy shit. We finally getting my nigga uh, Detective Bryant moving. He doing some shit.
1: Man, I seen somebody make a comment, uh, long-time listener, a uh, friend of the show, shout out to you, said this show's trash, and uh, she don't understand why everybody like it. Uh, what do you think? Trash? Trash is harsh. I'm not, it's not like some. This is not like. I, I earth. would never call it. No, no, no. It's, it's not, not like groundbreaking and earth shattering shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, and here is the thing, dog. It's only so much this you're shit. going to get from these kinds of stories. Yeah. They don't vary much. It's we the exact o- same. Story. We have a lot in common when it comes to the hood and the shit that the hood breeded from the the first day in time, nigga. Like. Everybody, you know, you see all the memes on the internet talking about, like, the black experience. We all went through the same shit, nigga. Everybody, parents whooped them for the same reasons, got in trouble for the same shit, did the same shit with our friends. We all had the same experience. So, nigga, you're not going to get a lot of fucking creativity here. What you need is a good story. And I think that they're doing a really good job telling a story. No. It's not trash. Trash is harsh as fuck. I can point you to some shows that I would say are trash. Yeah. This ain't one of them.
1: Um, I can understand. I think a lot of people are are, are experiencing uh, gangster drug dealer
2: burnout. Yeah, it's crack fatigue. Yeah, It's crack fatigue, nigga. Yeah, I can appreciate
1: yeah. that because, like, all
2: right, my nigga. Another yeah. Nigga. Um, and that's, you remember when when I brought that up on the pod before Canaan started, like, yo, with these coming on back to back, and our then, niggas going to be tired of crack.
1: as soon as this is done, with, we're going to get Tariq.
2: Tariq coming right back. As soon as Reek done, we getting Tommy. It's a lot of crack, dog. Stars, niggas talking about, oh, he creating a crack universe. It's funny one week till it ain't funny no more. Because, like, yo, in reality, he really is over there with just crack, 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 back-to-back crack. And it's like, nigga, it's crack to crack.
1: Fuck it. Have somebody sell us some syrup or some shit,
2: my nigga. <laughs> like, god damn. From magazine. When, when like, did pills start? Nigga, yeah, something. Can, can, <laughs> we, can we update the drugs? <laughs> Let's talk about the opioid app, which is why I think a show like uh, Euphoria. 40 years, it's 40 years ago, my nigga. Yeah. But that's why I think a show like Euphoria went crazy. 30, Yo, you 40 know what's funny? years. Me having a conversation uh, after, it was either after last week's pod. Or the week before. Whichever one, we were talking a little bit more about the Chambers brothers and YBI. And um, when we were saying, like, YBI was primarily selling heroin, which is, they crack wasn't crack yet. Nigga. Niggas, was, somebody hit me, like, challenging me on that shit. One, which I'm like, fam, I'm never getting on this pod and saying some shit I don't know about. Like, you didn't uh, know that heroin was the... Like, but then, uh, during the conversation, I could tell it blew You know how, when you see somebody face... yeah. And you know you just said some shit that like what did Pac say that sparked the mind of the nigga that's yeah. gonna change the world. I sparked the nigga's mind. Niggas did not know heroin was doing what heroin was doing for as long as it was doing it. I'm like fam. Before heroin literally had like a forty year run, my nigga. Because
1: crack is some new
2: b- yeah. nigga cheap shit.
1: Mm-hmm. It was it was created for us and it was made of cocaine. But cocaine was a rich white person yeah. drug, a party drug, like. Cocaine niggas, was for Wall Street niggas. Niggas in the hood couldn't afford cocaine. No. But they can afford a cheap ass crack
2: route. That's why niggas got so rich because crack was so cheap.
1: Now we did a we did the whole episode on um uh Lorenz Tate uh, mm-hmm. Dead Presidents. Mm-hmm. Them, the 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 army vets came home. That was addicted heroin. To heroin.
2: Like I know, crackhead is the common term for drug addicts. Yeah, everybody ain't a crackhead though. <laughs> like it's heroin. niggas was heroin addicts. And guess dog. what heroin ain't never left. Heroin never fucking went nowhere, and it's more addictive. Heroin literally is on like a forty year run, dog. I'm not. It was on a twenty year run before crack came, <laughs> dog. Like heroin was the fucking Celtics out here for a long time, dog. Yeah. And it's I, so
1: I um I kind of mentioned um this um. On one of the episodes, if you go to YouTube and go into Al, go to Al Prophet's page. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a white dude, but he from here, uh, or originally from here, and he basically just chronicles all of Detroit's drug dealer history. Yeah, um, it goes way back. I'm talking about yeah. way back, and it's, it's heroin, my nigga. That's
2: what. Real quick, is. unrelated, but right there, got your man drinking drinks out your ass, cup in between your ass with the straw in it. You laying down on a nigga dick. Mm. Like, these is the images that celebrated though. So I can't understand why niggas is mad at a bus. You know what I'm saying? Cause millions ain't see that bus till they hit the internet.
1: But you embarrassed when others see your shame. Hmm. And that's a real thing. Yeah. Because it's different when it's like when I used to work at this that's one shit, spot, bro. right? Uh I would come into the lunch room and MTV jams be on and would be mm-hmm. some nigga shit on there mm-hmm. and you walk into the lunchroom a, white folks there a, yeah. a, um, black people adults and shit like that that shit kind of embarrassing Man. when that's on television in front of other people you Man. know what I'm saying it's like some shit that we, we carry and we hide our own shame yeah. but some of this shit is not supposed to be put in the public and when other people say in the public now you be like oh shit you can see me
2: but what i want niggas to realize is yo for instance that bus the dog saw i think that was the hollywood i think he saw Mm -hmm. the one in hollywood as many people that might have been walking through hollywood the day that bus was rolling around walking through new york walking through miami walking through philly if that wasn't on the internet i wouldn't have seen it i wouldn't have seen it be careful of the shit that you putting on the internet Don't wait till it blow up in real life, nigga. The shit on the internet is just as impactful. Because that, again, that cover sat on the internet for a month before niggas made it a a big thing. My nigga, we might could have made some changes. We might could have made some, got that edited version. To your point about the parental advisory and all that type shit that we used to have in place for albums. Now niggas just doing what they want because it's the internet. And niggas ain't mad till niggas is mad on the internet.
1: But I don't don't have a problem with people holding people accountable, though. I don't know. Accountability is necessary. If you think that album cover is too far, let that nigga know. You got a direct line to him on his Instagram. Yeah.
2: Yo, this shit whack, my nigga. And that's what I'm saying. Don't wait on this man to come and tell you this too far when it's been there. But if I didn't know that about those buses, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, but that's my point is, it was too far... Splattered on that nigga's page. People was repost. I saw that nigga. album I don't cover me. a million fuck. Nigga, I don't either. <laughs> but when I, I'm like, dog, I'm seeing Fab repost. This nigga repost. Elliot Wilson repost. It was like, damn, I right, This nigga album cover all over my fucking internet. And then it's like, when Dog made the outrage now, it's like, all right, we mad at it universally. And I'm like, but are we, though? Because are we not mad that this nigga party was just drinking a juice out Meg ass cheeks?
1: But some random white dude on the internet ain't how I saw it. I saw yeah. it from the black pages. Yeah. So when the Shade Room, when mm-hmm. Baller Alert went on, I- that Came, cause that's where we saw that shit. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't come from just him. They seen that shit. Somebody yeah. probably somebody saw that shit, didn't like it, yeah. and then tagged a place that we that knew was gonna yeah. run it. So that yo, let all these niggas know that we not fucking with this
2: shit. Yeah, shit worked. But cause. that's what I'm I'm saying though. This shit get across the internet way faster. Than, that bus wouldn't have made it to Detroit. We wouldn't have seen that bus in Detroit. It would have been in whatever them city. The internet is what sparked that whole shit. Just be careful. Be mindful, because the shit on the internet, I know you think, yo, 300, 400 followers, 1,000, 2,000, 4,000 followers ain't really enough. Niggas are seeing it, and people are being influenced by it. And people are creating, right or wrong, they're creating judgments about you for it. I ain't saying have fun. I ain't saying don't do your thing. I'm saying, yo, be mindful. Or... Or, or don't, nigga. Or don't, <laughs> yeah. And just know, like, I right, motherfuckers might see you twerking and say, "Hey, I can fuck." Just know
1: that I'm going to think what I think. Yeah. And I'm not going with the group.
2: Yeah, and as hey. the group agrees with me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then we together. damn it. But uh, back to the crack. It's a great fucking episode. Um, I to to the listener who thinks this show is trash. I'm not mad at that. Um, I saw the post too. I can understand uh, where it comes from. I can understand. Again, I prepared y'all two months ago that crack fatigue was coming. Man, it's it's a lot. This is a lot of yeah. Not just the drug dealing, but it's a lot of murder. It's a lot of like downtrodden stories. It's a lot of yo, we like, broke look, and now we not. I
1: can tell you how the story gonna go. Mm-hmm. To insert person here uh, is poor. We start selling drugs, to make money. Yeah. There's some conflict. Create some enemies. Um the 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 it looks really bad and and grim. There's a bad guy, but somehow mm. we outsmart the bad guy just in a nigga time and we it's get a bigger traitor, and bigger. Somebody
2: shady. And oh, it's like, yeah. It's the same shit. It's look, man, you ain't got to reinvent the wheel for these type of shows. You just don't. But I think that there is a a real this is like Yo,
1: I'm not bullshit. I literally just thought about this like right now. Hmm. This is season one of Snowfall. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you selling drugs? The mama fam. instead of it being mama and daddy because dad was a yeah. dad. Uh, like, or uh, mama really loved the son. Uh, son and father was estranged. Then son's father finds out you selling drugs. And yeah. Now we have, and now then there's a like
2: this is really, fam. And yes, they're they're trying again. It's based on a real story. Yeah. So the fucked up part is, as much as our stories are the same in this regard, I can't say you don't have a right to tell your story because I've seen it before. That's a fact. And it's like, us being from Detroit especially, again, we said it on the first episode, we want these stories told about these niggas in Detroit because everything that ever happened with drug dealing and cracking, and black people making money wasn't a New York thing, it wasn't an LA thing. It was shit happening in Detroit that needs to be recognized a little bit more than it's been in Hollywood. But the the conflict that comes with that is that representation isn't a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or the, the thing we're discussing being represented ain't a good thing, dog. And it's like, it's a catch-22. All this shit, the shit we was just talking about with the women, it's a catch-22. Yo, I want Meg and Cardi to be the most successful motherfuckers rappers they could be. Nigga, fuck it. But then it's like, damn, nigga. Is how we how to get there, dog? I posted yesterday uh, from the greatest fucking page on the internet, the uh, Black Men End.
1: Every nigga deserves.
2: Oh no, no, no! My other oh. favorite page on the internet, but no, not that one. Hold up, let me go oh, back. Oh, to faithful it. Black Men, Faithful uh, Black Men Association, dog. Yeah. And I posted yesterday. Um, they had a post. Some of y'all be chasing that bag right into the pits of hell. Mm-hmm. And I added my own little caption: Y'all souls be for sale.
1: Side note: Damn, I'm. Literally 10 seconds and I'm getting the fuck off of it. Everybody agree with a white dude until he got to the satanic shit and that's why everybody was like, nah, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck you don't think about overly sexualization and money and drugs and material items? How come that's not evil.
2: No, no. When uh, we say that the the, the the love of money is the root of all evil and all that shit, don't back out now. It's only Satan when Kanye says his mama name at the beginning of the album <laughs> and uh, when Hove, uh eye is out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only Satans, nigga. Everybody else wow. ain't Illuminati, nigga. Um, well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, no, it's it's a lot of us do be for sale, dog. And a lot of... So, it's kind of apropos apropos um the beginning you know how they got to quote every episode from uh from Meech so to quote this episode said my brother and I were determined were too determined he put the emphasis on my brother and I were too determined and destined to be the best to ever play the cocaine game money became our addiction being able to buy whatever the fuck we wanted nigga that's Instagram, that's Instagram right now. That's the fucking internet right now. That's the problem with us is we are addicted to money, dog. And niggas, all this shit is about bread, dude. Like, the fucking yo, you do this, you get a bunch of followers. You get a bunch of followers, you might be able to get some money. You get some money, you can get some more money. All this shit is money related, dog. It's the root of all evil. And yet we think that the shit goes away. All it do is take different forms, nigga. Like, okay, niggas was selling drugs. Now motherfuckers are selling ass. They selling pics. They got our OnlyFans. I ain't telling niggas not to get their shit off on OnlyFans. If you eating, do what the fuck you do. If you comfortable with it, do it. But if you doing it just because, yo, this my only way out. No, it's not. Like, none of this shit. Crack wasn't the only way out for niggas back in the day. It was just a quick way out. That's what most of us get caught up in is quick ways out. Nigga, like, niggas want the fast money because, yo, slow money take too long. Slow money ain't coming fast enough. I'm Nigga, we broke now. I can't be broke. The quote last week was, yo, nigga, we had a Bible on the fucking table right there. We, it ain't like we ain't have good sense. We was just poor. And <laughs> yeah, niggas be tired of being poor. Niggas be tired of struggling with bills. Niggas be tired of going through shit. And it's like, yo. Just admit that the issue is we chasing this fucking money, dog, and we end up being willing to do whatever for it. And that's where all these crack shows come from is most of these niggas was just trying to get out their motherfucking basements, nigga. They was trying to get out the projects. They was trying to get out these dark-ass houses with no food and no lights in them. Niggas was trying to fucking go take a shower for five days. And I'm like, eh, I'm putting that more on fucking America than us, nigga. Like, America created that shit. We ain't... The projects and the fucking hood and all that shit, the ghettos, all that shit, that's created by the fucking government. That's created by America. We get put in these situations, then it's like, yo, look how bad these niggas had to become to get out. You had to go kill your own people and sell a billion fucking drugs to get out the hood.
1: I don't believe that shit, though. Um, them niggas did that shit because they wanted to. Facts. It's a, of, it's a lot of niggas who who the, the niggas that went to school. Yeah. Went to college, got a degree, yeah. got a job,
2: and then left. But that's fast money. Fast money. I know motherfuckers with degrees right now who want OnlyFans make some bread. Cause hey, I made that bread way quicker than two weeks, nigga. Yeah,
1: you can miss me. I, I'm not I don't fall for those stories where y'all was fucked up. I had to do what I had to do. You did what you wanted to do.
2: My nigga, I was poor. My family was poor. My pops was locked up forever. Me and my mama lived in some t- dire situations. Nigga, shit. Before my pops got locked, and we I'm lived in that, some dire shit. I'm
1: not saying the situation was dire. Yeah. You, you decided that you didn't want to be that I just didn't want to go way. that route. Hey, guess it's what? what it is. My pops went that route. He was poor. But guess what? Don't expect no sympathy from me. It is what it is. I, don't expect no hate from me either. I'm not mad no, no, no. either way. I don't
2: give a fuck. If you're doing what you got to do... Yo. No, you did what you wanted to do. Yeah, <laughs> Not no, what no. you gotta do. No, if doing, you wanted to do if you're doing what you're doing and your family good, you good, live your fucking life. I don't care. But make sure you comfortable doing it though. That's where it get weird, right? Motherfuckers start really battling they soul. Like the scene they showed with uh with T where they was at the christening, and uh we're gonna get into Rob uh voice now in a minute, but the scene at the christening where he was like thinking back to Pat. Pat killing rock and it's like dog you see the fucking terror in that nigga face like bro I'm legit like yo what the fuck did we just see nigga what did we just witness what are we involved in nigga we kids I'm in high school I'm in high school I just saw this man get killed with a shovel nigga make sure you're okay with the decisions you making dog because that that's where I feel like Well, we don't know what the decisions are I don't know
1: yet I didn't think I was gonna see a nigga get his chop- face chopped in mm-hmm. with a fucking a shovel, and it's too late now. Like who? who the, all right, maybe a nigga try to ride me. Nigga probably try to shoot at me. I may go to jail. Them three consequences that a niggas gonna deal with. But I'm hey. smart enough to that, for that not, not to never happen to me. You're not, but whatever. No, you're
4: not.
2: But, hey, if I just got shot in the fucking head, eye, nose, that little corner, I'm probably out the game, nigga. That's that's just me. I got enough money at that point. I'm gonna go ahead and take what I got. Bro, you can have it back. Nigga, I'm cool. I'm going to finish school because I just had my teacher bring my work. And I'm going to go ahead and go on the route that I was headed, dog. Like
1: they said in the beginning of the episode, we was addicted to the money.
2: And that's what the problem is right now. And Everybody's addicted to money, dog. And I hate it. I hate it. Like, literally, dog, do it ever be days where you wake up, you be on your socials, and you just be like, Yo, I hate this shit. I hate Instagram. It's for real days where I hate Instagram, dog. Because it's like, yo, what the fuck are we doing? It's money and it's, I'm going to say likes, but I get, the likes is really just faux popularity. But it's like, niggas is doing shit for fucking fame, for fucking bread, for money potential. Like, half the shit niggas is doing to try to go viral, to try to get in front of some money, nigga. It's just like, ugh, I hate that shit, dog. Anyway, before we get into the episode, play this voice note from the third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silva see what my dog is talking about.
3: What's up, Ant and Jay? They ought to call BMF, uh, the Lamar Silas show. This dude is killing it, man. He reminds me so much of Marlo from the wire, where no matter what Avon and Stringer did, they couldn't beat Lamar. No matter what T and Meech do, They can't beat Lamar. Lamar was beating their ass the entire episode. Shout out to the British actor that plays uh, Lamar. Remember, fellas, a few years ago when 50 was beefing with the Empire show and ripping Empire? But meanwhile, we've got Empire alum all over the show. The girl that plays Big Meech's baby mama, she was on Empire. She's so funny. Uh, The young chick play the young Taraji Henson in flashbacks on Empire, the young chick that uh, is working with Lamar as the inside person. You know, the chick that's dealing with B. Mickey, whatever the fuck that dude's name is. Um, And one quick boxing take, my prediction this Saturday night, live on ESPN, will be the beginning of the Shakur Stevenson era in boxing. I've been saying this for the longest he along with Geron Boots Ennis will be dominating boxing for the next decade. Talk to you, brothers,
2: next week. Rob, well, appreciate you, bro. Um, I really like Shakur Stevenson.
1: I do too. Uh, he just in the wrong weight division.
2: You want to go up or down? It don't matter. Yeah, it's, dope. it's just a bad. Right now, everybody. Right now, everybody
1: at one forty 140 and one forty seven. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you want to go to like one sixty and fight like Canelo one sixty eight, but like that's stupid. yeah, that's
2: too much weight. He I guess it's
1: not yeah, like it's yeah. not a bunch of exciting names. Now, I'm not saying there's not good fighters yeah. there for sure. Uh, Shakur Stevenson is a, is a monster, but yeah, yeah, he, he definitely
2: everybody until
1: left. until. The people who are at 147 start moving up. Yeah. When him and Danny Devin Haney can fight when all tank yeah. and all them then you on to something cuz they all they all the same age. Yeah. But like it's just not a whole bunch of people.
2: Yeah. And it's like
1: and he looks like he's going he's he
2: he he's he going to be around a while. He's
1: going he's going to fill out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I could see him getting up to that. But it's just everybody who he would need to fight to get where he need to be is already up there. And then it's like you still gotta work your way up. But to Rob's point, yo, this fight on Saturday, it might be the launching pad, dog. I, I want to see his career move at a nice pace. I don't want to see him go up too fast and get in front of a, a tank or something or a Devin Haney and get embarrassed before he' ready, dog. But it's like yeah, he, bit me. I, he he's nice though, man. I, I really like Shakur. He can box. He's a he's a a good one for purists, man. Like he he wanted them and he got power, dog. He's he's really nice. That's a good fighter. Uh, Another thing Rob brought up. Lamar is crushed. He didn't officially stepped over uh, uh, Russell Hornsby for me as the best nigga on this show, man. Uh, Lamar is going crazy, dog. This episode was the coronation for Lamar, man. Uh, He got some draws this episode, man. Yeah. So but like we
1: like how the character is moving like this. Mm -hmm. He ain't really Mm -hmm. talk that much. This episode, it wasn't like a bunch of great acting. He just being a good villain and he's doing the evil shit that like we want, but like, it wasn't like a whole bunch of,
2: yeah. Yeah. And here's, I don't think we going to get a ton of dialogue from a nigga like Lamar. Same way. We ain't get a ton from Marlo to uh, Rob's reference. Like, Marlowe kind of pointed, gave directions, and was gone. Nigga. We know who handled the dirty work and did all that. But it was like, yo, nigga, that, that menacing presence on the screen, yeah. it says a lot. Shit, Omar, it was it was a while. And obviously, we got a lot of dialogue from Omar as shit went on. Rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. But it was there before we even heard from this nigga for real. It was like, yo, you just know something up with that boy. Lamar is good, man. He is good, and he's uh, gonna come to win. We know. How oh, we already going. know that yeah, he didn't win. You know um, what I'm saying? So he like, didn't win in the long game. That's one of them things. Like, well, I mean, short game, this nigga's going crazy, and uh, this episode particularly, if we focusing on this, hey, Lamar snapped this week. This was his week, dog. He was reading fucking stories to the daughter. She called him dad again. Yo, I saw somebody on Twitter say. Yo, was he that baby daddy or not? nigga? I thought they,
1: they implied two different times that they was already fucking.
2: Fam, it's getting weird. Dog. Why
1: why did they act like this was a thing?
2: I don't I don't know. Like she like, Lamar, this ain't gonna happen. Then one second later she looks at the chain again and was like, let me get this nigga some pussy. Cash all. Like, just what, go with this nigga. What were you doing over there the other night when Meach came? And fam, if you don't want to fuck this nigga, why are you telling Meach get the fuck off your porch? And he ain't shit no more.
1: Like, oh, girl is in the bed asleep. <laughs> like if if cuz I thought remember the first time after he gave her the letters, uh she's like, "What are you trying to do?" And then they the, the it, they they kind of like moved in together and then it faded out. I thought they was, you know, back to normal. And then later on, the next episode, Meach come over there. He over there in the middle of the night, type shit. Yeah, I thought they already implied that they was they was back together and fucking.
2: Like, well, if that wasn't what they meant by the implication, they went on and confirmed it this week because yeah. Cash, all got raw rod. Um, yo, here's what I don't like about television, dog. Like niggas ain't getting hard in one second, bro. Like I don't. That's really, hard when I came over here. I don't. I don't like. Not granted, Lamar a different nigga because he just got out of prison. So but Lamar shit might work differently right now. But I just really don't like the implication that yo, when I by the time I look at you and throw you on the couch, mm. I'm ready to stick, nigga. Hey, because what it's doing don't
1: take long. No, 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 it
2: don't. But it also don't take that quick, nigga. Goddamn, like let me
1: get a minute. I, I had a condom on when I was in the car. Okay, yeah, I came Lamar in. didn't have a condom on. Let
2: me tell you one nigga who ain't wearing a rubber is Lamar. Nigga, I can look at his face and tell that nigga don't have a boy on dog. Um, yo, this episode was good as fuck. Uh, it it did a lot for characters who I was waiting to see a little bit more from. Uh, Pat being one of them, we saw some different shit from him this time. Yo, we saw this nigga snap, and we also can. Conf- I mean, we knew it last week he was off the powder, but you know, this nigga's a crackhead. <laughs> like. I feel like we about to see in season one, because we got six episodes left, we going to see Wood Harris be overtaken by the end of the season. Oh, it's only eight? Either way, six left, fucking four left. I think we're going to see him overtaken by the end of this season. If he lasts till season two, the only reason I'm going to see that happening is if they really shift his conflict to Lamar specifically. Like right now, I feel like Meech damn near avoiding Lamar.
1: I don't understand what the big deal is. Just pull up on a nigga and kill
2: him. Fam, you know he had your girl crib.
1: Well, granted, right now, because of uh, the police investigation, that's probably not the best idea. <laughs> it's going to look like it was you. We were trying to blame the other murders on Lamar, so if Lamar come up dead, then it, it really looked like me. Um,
2: I think is avoiding directly killing this nigga I know, is weird to me, dog. I want to know why they think Meech is the
1: killer and- they shot Terry in the face. Why Why yeah. wouldn't Terry be the one who, if they think yeah. J-Mo did the shooting and Terry is out, why would you think Meech did it and not Terry?
2: I also want to know why they just completely bypassed when, even though Detective Bryant was saying it to save his own ass, but he was like, yo, word on the street, Lamar shot Terry. Or the 12th Street Boys shot Terry. So maybe this was get back. And we don't know that that's not the case. Nigga, why y'all just ignore that? Like, that's not a possibility, nigga. And then she say, yo, I want to... We moving on all leads. Nigga, that was your lead. The nigga just
1: came home. He, This was his old neighborhood. Um, he was seen on camera leaving the hospital at the same time the old boy checked himself out, and now he's the leader of the gang, which coincides with what Meach told um, Steve.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Before, like, my nigga, it sounded like an inside power play move to me.
2: Yeah, and it's just like I don't get why – and again, I understand Detective Brian Steve Harris wanted to cover his ass, yo. I I brought this nigga to you.
1: I don't understand. White boy just mad because I had a gun in the in the in the hospital. In the
2: hospital, yeah. That I, means I killed Jabo. Yeah. And here's the thing, yo. As a detective. No, Meech didn't kill him, but you shouldn't have never brought that nigga to me Like Meech could have found this nigga, bro. Like that could have been handled. You didn't have to get involved
1: in it. I don't nigga. know if Meach could have found
2: Meach could have got to J Mo. Them niggas was coming to them. <laughs> like shit, they was
1: having meetings and shit. My brother just got shot. Worried on the street, you fucking niggas up. How how how, how will I approach you? But here is the thing, you know thing, what I'm saying? You are not, not about the. Yeah. I, I don't have your. T- we not, I don't got your house phone number.
2: We ain't. You know what I'm saying? How Word do I- on the street had been that though, and Meach hadn't even gone to that. He got to Famel. That same week, second in command, walked up on that nigga like, yo, why don't you come over here with us? Nigga, fuck with us. You could have got to J-Mo, dog, without the detective. But more if
1: I'm the detective. But I saw the weakness in him. I saw him didn't like that. So hey. that was that was different. I don't know that Meech can just get J-Mo alone by himself while they in they in beef mode. But hey. if I send the police to you, you're going to listen to the police and all the other niggas going to
2: scatter. But it's the same shit that we just said he need to be doing with Lamar. Nigga, you know where he be at? Run up. Run the fuck up. Like, if it's real, because Lamar coming at y'all, nigga. Ain't no, that nigga finding you. Yo, Lamar and came at them niggas at Terry's birthday party. Came at them niggas at uh, the Stash House. Came at, I would already ran you over at my girl crib. I mean,
1: at that particular point, it had been over. When I didn't even know who you were. Yeah. Like, you just tried to hit me with a car, my nigga.
2: Fam, I don't, and I'm, I'm never getting over how they just let that ride. Like, that was smoke. Fam, if we walk outside right now and a nigga run me over with a car. And say next time I won't miss. Like, he ain't just not miss. The beef is on, nigga. Like, then I'm not going to see you too many more times. And we just walk out of here calmly, nigga. Like, no. He done been at this. Fam, you were literally behind my girl's door. And I stood there and didn't do shit to you. And you done ran me over with a car? With a gun. With a gun. I literally had the upper hand. I don't understand it, bro. But, huh. I would be a mass murderer. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Everybody on this shit was fucking up, man. We started the episode. Um, the episode was called Heroes. And it started with young Meech getting some stuff at the store. He was at the convenience store getting some stuff for the house. While he was in there, he seen two girls from school, one of them who he liked. So he ran up, charmed her, you know, got up on. Her girl was hating. Meech walked right through it like a young player. Then he went and, go, and he was like, you know what? Why don't y'all let me buy y'all stuff? He was holding a handful of uh, food stamps. It's funny because in 2021, niggas is literally dying for food. I, I would love somebody to give me their stamps. The orange visa. But back when we was young, boy, seeing them stamps, nigga, it was, you ain't want to run into your friends and had them stamps in your hand. So he was like, let me buy y'all stuff. He was going to buy them with the food stamps. So they was trying to wait on him. He like, oh, y'all go outside. I got this.
1: It's it was, cold outside. It's but cold. Where the we fuck you call goddammit?
2: And, <laughs> nigga, are you not leaving when we done purchasing this? You'll be out there for two minutes, nigga. Like, relax. Go outside. They didn't go. So then the store owner, like a hoe, Meech, why don't you hand me them government stamps real quick so we can get the line moving? Fam, don't, don't blast me in front of the girls like that, dog. And then they was like, mm, knew this nigga was broke. Don't worry, Meech. We'll pay for yours. First of all, Thanks. thank you, because I'm about to go back and get some snacks with my stamps, nigga. Um, it's embarrassing for a kid. I get it. I don't know. I get it. Back then, shit, right now. Well, that was 80, so yeah. It, back then, it was embarrassing. But even now, like, I feel like these niggas clown you for less. Dog. Niggas is in high school in Balenciaga's and shit. Rego, nigga. And if you got anything less than a munkler,
1: Well, Since we talking about Easy Eat, Easy Eat 100% had uh, food stamps
2: in the video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's up, nigga? When he walked out the store, Pat came after him. It's like, yo, I seen what happened in there. Take a few hundred. He gave him some cash. Go buy you something nice to impress some girls. Never be ashamed of who you are and where you come from. I appreciate the message, Pat. Why you ain't give me while we was in the store? Though? <laughs> like walk up, like, hey, Meech. Like, he got that money I owe you. Like, Something, nigga. Look out while we was in there, so I could stay with the girls. Cause now if I come back with a few hundred dollars worth of shit, I can't back that up. But okay.
1: But in this particular scene, um, I think what they were trying to do was foreshadow why he he looked at the past so much. Um, he said
2: he was a black Superman in the neighborhood.
1: And because last week we saw Pat with the nose candy, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to show him at his height. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, whether it was judges, police officers, everybody knew Pat. Pat was the fucking man. Yeah. Um, I thought that was dope. Well, I thought that was what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's um, like, look, man, if you got to pay for that shit with some stamps, nigga, pay for it. Do you, don't, don't be, don't be ashamed, ashamed of who the whatever. fuck you are. Yeah. Stand on that
2: shit. Oh yeah,
1: nigga, use this Groupon. Huh? <laughs> Yo, that's the brown coupon.
2: Yo, man, I hate when I see that question. I hate it. I hate. You already know the question. Nigga. Yeah, I ain't even talking about it. Like, dog, I hate it because
1: you, you'll never know.
2: <laughs> Cause okay, um. Anyway, dog. So then we flip and uh, we see Meech and Terry. Current day, well, '80s. Current day. Going to the new stash house. They walking up. They in the burbs now. Now they did cross 8 Mile. I wonder where they was at. I was trying to figure it out, dog. I was, like, looking at the sign to see if it was a sign on the sign. The Oak Park? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, are we in the Oak Park 8 Mile? Are y'all east? Are y'all west? Like, what the what's going down, dog? But they was past 8 Mile. They in the burbs. That nigga Terry was like, yo, we in the burbs, burbs, nigga. Like, nobody ever find us out here. Foreshadowing because somebody's going to find you in an hour. They get out there.
1: But here, this is them showing the smart to meet you. Hey, as long as we keep the grass manicured, um, mm-hmm. keep down foot traffic, you know what I'm saying? Like, he a thinker.
2: Yeah, because Terry asked, yo, how are the neighbors, Hey, if we keep it from looking like a stash house, we'll be all right. Let's look like we live here. Let's look like it's a regular fucking, yo, we just two people who own a nice crib and a burbs, So we
1: just two 16, 17-year-olds with... Mercedes Benz, yeah, who yo. who live in the burbs in 86. Watch well,
2: Terry draw that Benz to the
1: christening, <laughs> like fam. My nigga, it's two Benzes over here. Uh-uh. My nigga, Meach like, is like, only one person, and they got the Go Boys on there. Like, come on, my nigga, come on, dog. <laughs> nigga, put some. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a Uncle Troy's car,
2: fam. That she hasn't driven one time, mm-hmm. dog. Um, so then they up in there. Terry told Meech uh, about the shit with their dad and the mortgage. He was like, yo, I told you shouldn't have fucked with the mor- mortgage. I ain't want you to interfere. What now dad f- done left home.
1: So your rich ass going to sit and, Like, what what, what what was the plan?
2: So you going to be in a homeless Terry shelter keep with up appearances. a pocket full of money? And first of all, you're going to get robbed in the shelter with a pocket full of bricks. They're going through your shit at night. Second of all, <laughs> Terry... Where they daddy stand right now, nigga? This was my question the entire episode. Where the fuck do he live? I don't. I need somebody gotta answer that. Yeah, somebody.
1: One of the homies with a plan or some shit.
2: Nah, dog. They gotta tell me more than that. Cause if you couldn't keep the fucking fuck mortgage, the mortgage, nigga, <laughs> I need to know where the fuck that nigga at. Cause it's the mama fault. Oh, 100%. I got one hundred percent. I come home. I give. I give you my whole fucking check. You can't not pay the mortgage. I give you and my not whole. Tell check. me that my entire check ain't going toward the mortgage. Like, fam, if the car broke down, I Russell Hornsby is the epitome of a nigga who looked like he'll walk to work if the car broke down. So when the car broke down and y'all had to pay that, if you tell him and he says, yo, well, we can't not pay the mortgage, but what we can do is take a bus to work. Catch the bus to work, cut back on some other shit till we stack up to get the car fixed.
1: Just catch the bus. And the Problem 80s, nigga, solved. buses running everywhere. Fam, in the 80s, the bus was life. <laughs> there was nowhere you couldn't get on a bus. Now, I mean, they don't have as many bus routes, but like, nigga, you can't yeah. get anywhere.
2: So then Kato and uh, Big Dog came over. His name was Hoop. Kato and Hoop come over to the stash house. And uh, Meech was mad. Like, yo, nigga, where the fuck is B-Mick? Like, why he ain't with y'all?
1: AKA, nigga, it's only like three of us supposed to know
2: the... Yeah, and y'all niggas is popping in here. It's supposed to be me, Meech, or I'm sorry, me, Terry, B-Mick. Should be the only ones knowing where the stash at. Kato and Hoop, why the fuck are y'all running in here right now?
1: Look, nigga tell us to come over here.
2: So Kato was Matter like, fact, yo. Niggas just came, like, yo, they gave us, he gave us the key. Yeah. <laughs> Kato was like, yo, that nigga going through some shit. His mom in the hospital. She's <laughs> sick. So we had to come do what we had to do. And that nigga, me, she was like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. They know PTO and drug tag. And like, nigga, if I've been paging you, hit me back. Cause if that's really what's going down, you gotta say that, nigga.
1: It took out the Zach Morris.
2: Yeah, like nigga, you don't just send fucking two niggas to the stash that shit nobody know about. Should bro. we
1: call it the, the Big meat the, the Zach Morris, the Big meat I mean, because some tells
2: me Meach had his first. <laughs> I don't know, nigga. Zach was in that bitch when they was in middle school, nigga. Yeah, that I don't was know. the nineties though. <laughs> Nah, that was that. Eh. Yeah, that was
1: in real time. That was in the
2: nineties. Uh, ah, yeah, hold up, hold up. Let me see. Say about the Bell first season. Wait a minute, it wasn't eighty six. Nah. I know
1: that for sure.
2: Eighty nine, yeah, nigga just missed Meach, dog. Yo, was was Zach Morris the big Meach of wherever the fuck that was? At?
1: Zach Malibu was some shit. Zach Morris was side w- He was regular white. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what he was. He just had enough of money to live his life. Um, yo in this scene I was like I didn't know it but I was like they gonna somebody gonna smack shit out Kato dog. Like, cause both of them was talking crazy to her nigga Terry and Meech was like instantly mad when she came in the house My dog nigga, like
1: Kato you not nothing in this
2: organization
1: at all like, at all you a foot soldier I'm upset that you know where to
2: spot at yeah. and why are you talking cause nigga they wasn't even talking a Hoop like that they was talking a Hoop like Okay, I'm not mad that you know. Kato, why the fuck are you here, nigga? And it was like, uh, but going back to last week, we know why she there, nigga. And we learned it, or I guess verified it by the end of the episode, nigga. No, I don't know why you there. Ah, I'm there to find out where you all stashes at. No, why are you here? Why did B. Mick... Give you a key. Oh no, no, no. We know the yeah. audience, nigga. Meach and them don't know shit. They trying to figure out why this nigga mama getting sick mean he can't fucking come to the stash house when he's supposed to be there. But uh you
1: ain't no fucking doctor. <laughs> 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 <See> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but these niggas is kids though.
4: <laughs> like,
2: yeah, like, these niggas is really 16, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, dog. Tops. Um so then Terry was looking at the work, which they hiding under the couch cushions. And that nigga was like, yo, fuck all that shit. Fuck Kato, nigga. I kill that bitch right now. The real issue is, nigga, we short. We might got a few days worth of work max, nigga. We need some more work. We need some more work. So they was like, yo, we need to go to Pat and try again to buy the shit up front and not on consignment. Like, we need this shit right now, dog. So Meach go to Pat. Pat not fucking with him. He already told us, nigga, two episodes ago. Yo, I'm keeping my foot on these niggas' neck so they can't come up. I don't want them to get to where I'm at. Getting where I'm at starts with me selling them work up front, nigga. Because next thing you know, the fucking connect going, yo, how you getting your money so fast, nigga? It'll all happen real quick. So Pat told the nigga Meech, not fucking with you, bro. Sorry. Meech is thinking that this shit got something to do with Pat snorting to work. And and using.
1: Well yeah, like like Pat, what the fuck, man? Yeah, like we've like we been asking you. We nigga. don't need no consignment from you, nigga. Yeah, I got we got the money. The money. I, we didn't did this like my nigga.
2: Yeah. Fuck what you talking about, nigga. This business. So then Pat was like, yo, cause Meach came in there saying I want to buy three bricks. Pat was like, I'm gonna give you two bags of rocks and a brick. So here, or no, three bags of rocks in a, in a brick. So here, you can take this this consignment work, pay me back for it, but then i give you a brick just on some love, nigga. No, my nigga. Nigga, I want three bricks, bro. <laughs> like, So what they end up finding out from old boy was like, you know, he can't give you
1: what you when he don't got.
2: Yeah, the nigga Rock was like, let me pack that up for you. So he take Meach in the back, and he told him, can't give you what, what he don't have. What I ain't like about Pat, uh, like, you ungrateful mother. Ungrateful? Nigga, I don't my work nigga, for you. And my nigga, I'm I'm trying to shop with you, nigga. I'm trying to buy black. Like I'm I'm here. I'm at your store. But see,
1: Pat trying to position. I need you to keep you niggas under me. Like no, nigga, you don't got enough work for that shit. Yeah, you don't just got three bricks laying around. Yeah, because you're not the man like that. Yeah. But he was like, how the fuck he don't got it, nigga. He the man, like nigga. He fell off years ago. But y'all
2: not experienced enough in the game. I yeah. don't understand. Pat don't want to admit, nigga. I'm not the connect. You're a mid-level player. Bro. I have a connect, nigga. Like, y'all are my best salesman, but, yo, y'all sell more than me. Y'all actually selling too fast for me to keep up with because I'm bullshit. I'm not the connect, bro. I'm not the plug. I'm just that, like you said, mid-level, middleman. I'm that, nigga. I'm the man in the middle. And I'm kind of getting upset at how much y'all trying to come up so fast.
1: I'm upset because you're exposing my failures.
2: Yeah. My weaknesses. Yeah. And now, you know what? I gotta do this crack.
1: It's like when you when you been lying, well, it's like somebody in a relationship has been been lying, and you asking questions, and you get into it, and then they get real defensive and try to flip yeah, shit yeah, on you.
2: on, oh, no, nigga, you just mad because I know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Or shit, when you again, we stay on relationships. When you talking to a motherfucker, and you bring up some shit that they some trauma they' done been through that you know is the reason they acting why they acting now, and they act like they don't have shit to do with it. It's like no, nigga, it is because your dad did that. Like, it's your dad, bro. Like, treat me better, nigga. Talk to me better. Don't do me like your dad did or your mom or whoever, nigga. Respond to me better. And that's what Pat doing. He responding to them ill. But nigga, Rock, you ain't responding right as well. Nigga, Rock was like, yo, Pat don't got that work like that. But nigga, if you fuck with me, I could put you on, nigga. Here's what I, I feel like you shouldn't do as a drug dealer. If your plugs driver tells you, I got the connect for real, I feel like you shouldn't listen to that.
1: Yeah, so. Because I um, feel like
2: bad business, dog.
1: T was like, yo, let's go with somebody else. Um, Meach was like, nah, let's we go. Gonna with fuck it. with Rock. We're going to fuck yeah. with Rock, right? So they went to, I think the nigga name was. Uh, Big L. Big L, but he was from Detroit. Yeah. Well, they were from Detroit. With mm-hmm. the Florida, got you know, got well off. Got on, on yeah. Shout out to the Whitney. Yeah, uh, yeah. In this episode, you feel me? Uh, I thought that was an interesting scene.
2: Yeah. Um, they get down there. Was this when they went to the club or the the country club? Um, they went to which one did they hit first? They went to the... I feel like the country club... No, no, no. Because the country club was last because that's when all, they got yeah. picked up and all that. Yeah, they went to so the... So they was at the, the club joint first. Yeah, so they went yeah. to the
1: club joint first because they was going to go with meat. I mean, go with with t-shirt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, how come you always... How come? Are uh, we supposed to be fifty fifty? How come it's always with you? Yo, do? yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause nigga, I had a better idea.
2: Like <laughs> facts. Like <laughs> um, nigga.
1: Well, it appeared to be a better idea.
2: Yeah. So they go do this shit at the club. They sitting at the bar. Meech buying bottles. I I see how they're establishing Meech too. Like yo, nigga, we just bought bottles for that table of girls over there. Bring me one too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The bartender like, you gonna keep working me all night or whatever, whatever. And the nigga Meech like keep him going. Cool. Then a young lady comes and sits at the bar. Who I knew was her off-rip. Couldn't have been more obvious, nigga.
1: Because they was like, they're going to be wearing a blue something. I'm blue like, shirt.
2: She got a blue shirt She had shirt a blue shirt on, on nigga. <laughs> she walks up. She sits at the bar. meets like, yo, baby, what you drinking? I'm straight. I don't want you to buy me nothing. I don't need shit from you. And nigga, like, all right. Well, she ain't talking about shit. I'm about to go over here and fuck with these hoes. Terry stayed at the bar because he irritated with anything, nigga. So Terry, like fucking I'm gonna sit here oh girl asked Terry are oh, you gonna try to buy drinks for the bar too Terry was like nah that ain't how I get down she was like what you say your name was again I didn't I like how Terry moved right here though
1: yeah, but that's only because he was being a little bitch. Yeah, he yeah, serious.
2: he was annoyed with his brother.
1: Like, if he wasn't upset, he probably would have bought the bitch, too.
2: Here's the thing. He might not have bought her a drink. You could have said, hey, my name's T. Like, <laughs> like you got to you <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. You got to go. <laughs> She wasn't mad. <laughs> she had a little accent and shit. I wasn't mad. You this know girl what I'm saying? said it's
1: too early, so. <laughs> <laughs> so.
2: You got six weeks. <laughs> like, dog, do you what you do. do. Um. Then Terry got irritated. Apparently, he left and went to fuck home because Meach was like, yo, nigga, you should have stayed last night. I hit both of them all. Yeah,
1: they had eating their pussy. Like, yo, you're a nasty nigga.
2: <laughs> then nigga's like, you probably did that shit, too. Nigga, I, I ain't eating no stranger pussy I just met. That's against my religion. <laughs> yo, they got to relax. <laughs> they got to relax on this religion shit. Um, meanwhile, they doing all that shit, and... Oh, shit, we skipped a part where Terry went to the fucking mall. Real quick, real quick, instantly in the beginning of this scene when they had Lord and Taylor, it was why I felt like they needed more actors from fucking Detroit. Because the way she said Northland pissed me off. So that motherfucker said, we should have just went to Northland. I was like, yo, get the <laughs> fuck off my TV, dog. Yo, me and Shorty looked at each other like, where the fuck did she just say go, nigga? Northland? Like, nigga, I've never, dog.
1: Northland. <laughs> no, I heard <laughs> niggas say Northland.
2: I've never heard Northland in my life till last a, that's night, some, dog. That's, a, that's
1: some... Uh, that, them niggas from Traverse City, bro. No, that's some <laughs> shit that beat Dame
2: uh,
1: Shay, uh or Cheyenne. Uh, no, my me, dog. Uh, Northland. <laughs> like it's a it's a it's an insight. Though.
2: Got like, you, but um no, I feel like niggas put the Oakland Southland Northland we that land come out from real niggas from around here, dog. But yeah, yeah. they went to Lord and Taylor. They was buying. Uh, yo, Lord and Taylor was
1: like I went down. I went to used to go to Hudson's. Yeah, and oh yo, and all yo Hudson's shit. was
2: Macy's can never. Dog. Yeah,
1: but like Lord and Taylor was like yo, know, I, I I didn't have my bank up to go in there. Lord and Taylor high
2: felt like black sacks. Yeah, it, that's what it was. It though. Felt, I don't know why it felt like it was for black people. Because we was, was in high school, so that was. It might as well have been sacks. Bro, my best friend's grandma worked at Lord & Taylor for like 30 years. Like That was her side job. Fam, the discounts, uh, the polos that came up out that bitch. Oh my god. Huh.
1: They out shopping for the christening though. Uh, Northland was the first mall in Michigan. I think it was the first... Was it the first? I don't want to step. Um, I I think that
2: shit was like the first mall in a in a country, dog. Northland. Yeah. Let's see. They about to turn that bitch into some apartments now. Nah, that's gonna be expensive as fuck for Southfield.
1: Northland, first mall in America. Construction began in 1952, and the mall opened March 22nd of 1954. Northland was a milestone for regional shopping centers in united states uh designed by victor groom blah blah, blah. yes but the first mall it, shit <laughs> who's that <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> yo northland northland uh was the <laughs> first northland like that is a running joke i'm surprised you ain't never heard that shit yo, like, i've uh, never heard
2: nobody say northland
1: dog. Yeah. um you got it's like you
2: gotta make it one word it's literally how she said it, so I was like, "Maybe they did that shit on purpose." She might have, dog. I literally was like, "Wait, what, nigga?" But um, they at the mall shopping for the christening. They getting dresses for her and Nicole, the cold little sister. Who the fuck was this random little boy, Darius? I think that's their brother. <laughs> why well, Terry ain't know that nigga name, dog. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, he kept being around thinking, like, do the niggas got another brother? Like, and then I was like, do Nicole got a boyfriend? Like, why is he here, bro? I don't know. Oh, I, shit. Maybe it's uh, the girlfriend brother or something. I don't Because, like, literally, I just assumed that was, like, the little brother. I'm like, dog. but I thought like, yo, I don't remember seeing a little brother before. Who, who is this nigga? Jay, you had to see my confusion over. Because, look, where I got Smack. confused, who was, who was this, this nigga? nigga? <laughs> Oh shit, man. But uh while they was there, they, they shopping Terry and Lil Darius, little random nigga. They was going to Foot Locker while they while the girls did they shit. But the Twelfth Street niggas was in Foot Locker. Shout out to the top tiers. Yo.
1: That is some supreme Detroit shit. Facts. Um So 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 much so that when they did the anniversary thing, they had to Adidas had to come to here, Detroit. And they did yeah. the Detroit uh, joint Because we sold the most And they had like I think they had like 25 special edition boxes So a, cu- a couple of key people um, Around the city Shout out to the
2: Twins They got yeah, one of the boxes yeah. and
1: shit But uh, oh, Yeah That's man. what's
2: up man Shout out to the Twins uh, um, 12th Street was in that bitch And Lamar was going crazy Lamar said Yo What he grabbed Some Cortez or some shit Yeah that Nigga grabbed two different colors He grabbed a black and white Cortez And the white and black like, Nigga this ain't the 60s That nigga <laughs> said Yo let me get whatever the 10 and a half for me. And then that nigga said, Yo, get everybody in the crew, they size this nigga. I was like, Oh, Lamar didn't grab this fucking spot. And he rolling, dog. Like,
1: he was like, He want everybody. No, we all gonna have the same uniform. So the police can pick us apart. Yeah. <laughs> what the you talking
2: are Oh, 12th Street boy. He had on some quartet? Yep, 12th Street.
1: With a jacket to say 12th Street. And like all the 50 boys got a, a necklace to say ne- 50 yeah. boy. All right, my nigga.
2: Yo, we make it so easy, dude. <laughs> we didn't know at the time. We didn't, but we know now when we still do it, nigga. Like, like Kwame
1: with the text. We didn't know.
2: Uh, yo, Kwame died on the cross, man.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and niggas still ain't learning. Anyway, um... But Lamar also getting the crew, like, filling them. They, they, yo, he bought a son. That works with people, dog. Like, you buy niggas drinks. You buy a round. You buy dinner. You cover shoes at Foot Lock. Niggas follow you for that. It look like you the boss. Lamar been back for 10 days, nigga. And he looking like the boss already, dog. So while they in there doing that, Terry and Lil' little, little Bro walk in.
1: Side note. Niggas from others, uh, other cities, and states. Like, nigga, y'all niggas not even having malls before we had malls. <laughs> I mean, Detroit
2: shit is really... You know, what's funny. I was going to let you get that off, but now we on it, nigga. <laughs> Michigan really had the mall first. Like, come on, dog. First mall in America. Like, come on. Anytime y'all niggas go to the mall, you biting me and Jay, nigga. Like, sorry, bro, but it's facts. You niggas at the... Come on, dog. Stick to the swap meets, nigga. Where oh, what the fuck the niggas buy clothes shit in Middle America? I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows, nigga? They came to Michigan. Wasn't nigga. <laughs> Spend your money here, niggas. Was coming to Northland. Like now, what, fact. nigga? Y'all niggas was broke before Northland, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I feel like off that fact alone, though, they shouldn't have let Northland close.
1: Yeah, in real life, it was it, it have the have been first a, mall in the world, a nigga. national landmark.
2: Like, come on, bro. Like, stop that only reason I'm gonna let it slide is because it was in the field, nigga. If that shit was in Detroit, nigga, we would it to it's talk. Two blocks away from Detroit. I mean, it's literally it's two, two blocks <laughs> away from Detroit, and it's two blocks from like the hood. And, like <laughs> we, right, Aiden Greenfield, but, nigga. But uh,
1: what's so funny is that when people stop fucking with, with with Northland, it was really was a where all the black people had their individual shops at,
2: yeah, And boutiques yeah.
1: and and shit like that. So like
2: all that shit pop. All the up shit right that we there. need
1: right now that we gotta pay niggas to have pop up shops and shit like that for. Nigga, Northland was the spot. And was fucked up. It seemed like if this whole entrepreneurial um, push that came, if this shit would have came a couple years earlier. Oh, my it, God. We'd have had them all in one spot.
2: We'd had our own mall. Fam, we literally would have had a mall full of fucking black-owned boutiques, bro. Like, it's like like a swap meet, I know. <laughs> like it was Paradise or some shit. It would have been all black-owned boutiques and then I DLC. Remember, we could have yeah. kept DLC alive. You remember Paradise? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Make sure. <laughs> but then like you think about it, like for instance, just Michigan shit, Fairlane's still open, right? Fairlane popping. But why they not attracting like all the niggas, like I know, it's a couple stores in Lane because they don't want you niggas out there. Yes, them, them Dearborn niggas, them GTG like, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> like, no,
1: you can't. After six o'clock, you got to be with an adult. Yeah, no,
2: Dearborn's not playing. Yo, <laughs> yo, know, you know, it's two DPDs in, in Michigan. <laughs> Dearborn Police Department is not letting you do what fucking Detroit Police might According let you Malcolm
1: do. According to Malcolm X, uh, Dearborn police officers and riding through there is riding. It's like riding through the worst place um in the south. Yeah. Yeah. So, um There's that.
2: <laughs> Shout <out> to Fairlane.
1: <laughs> Cuz I mean I worked there for years. Fam. I, That's my neighborhood mall. Hop, hop on an Evergreen bus, hop on a freight. Fam,
2: I caught the 8 mile joint to Northland to get on the Evergreen to Fairlane. Nigga like when I had bread I went to Fairlane. Fairlane was like Somerset for a young nigga from the city, dog. Hey man. What's that shit? <laughs> I mean, you know. Only time I ever had to go to Eastland was when fucking uh, Max Green's didn't have the Pellies that I wanted. And they'd be like, oh, we called Eastland. They got it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I've never been there before in my life. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. I drove past it a couple times.
2: Eastland mall was different, dog. <laughs> Shout out to it. But nevertheless, um, I don't even know. What pra- oh, they in the mall. So Terry and them going to the Footlocker. Foot Locker, him and Lil Darius and then as soon as they walk in, they're looking at some shoes. Darius grabbed them. joined us, like, yo, they got the YBIs, nigga. And it was like, oh, that's when he picked up the top tens. It was like, all right. And then next thing you know.
1: that's Think about that, dun-dun-dun. though. Like, Adidas wasn't shit without Detroit. Mm-mm. And I'm not trying to say that as, like, some kind of bump up. Like Fam,
2: malls s- wasn't shit without us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, like, the numbers – like historically.
2: Yeah, of we sold top tens. more than everywhere.
1: Come on, man. They made Adidas do a vent here. It's a
2: real fact. Yeah. Like Adidas was not thinking about coming here until they looked at the numbers. Like uh, we kind of can't. Adidas has two people to thank. Guess what? Um,
1: and I know prior to, we we put everything on, right? Yeah. So if you're not from here, Strictly Sportswear on 7 Mile, i just say Southfield Freeway. Yeah. Um, was the number one seller of Air Force Ones in the country. Think about that. This is before Nelly Air Force One song. Yeah. In the country. All the fucking malls and everything you got. Strictly Sportswear was the number one seller of Air Force Ones in
2: the country. My nigga. So Air Force Ones to Detroit are what Tim's Tim's are to New York. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, they really started here, bro. And I, I need that to be respected and understood. Like... Don't hit me if you're from New York talking about no, we was right. No, my nigga. not in the volume that it was happening right on Seven Mile in Southfield. A dog.
1: literal mom and pop shop. Yeah. Who still, the same original owners still own it, was the number one seller of yeah. Air Force Ones in the country, my nigga.
2: Right here on Seven Mile, dog. So, and the, again, these are literally irrefutable facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas a, might want to argue. That's insane. My like, nigga. you got Fairlane and Northland in the same city. Yeah. Not even that far, and niggas was going right there, seven mile. You know where? You know? How, you know how close that is to Northland, my nigga. You know where niggas was going before they went to Northland and Fairlane for the Air One? Right here on ten mile in Greenfield to the Mister Islands that was right there. 100%. Niggas was pulling up like very small Detroit based shit was getting they shit off, nigga. Yeah. Um, what's funny? I wonder. I wonder what the. Statistics are between four men and Jabot, Nigga, I need I need to know <laughs> hey, yo, if four men <laughs> <laughs> sold the most Jabot in America. It's one hundred. It's it's
1: one hundred percent.
2: I know that four men in Fairlane sold more Jabot than any nigga if in the world. Four
1: men haven't made a profit since the nineties. They are still they up. still spending Jabot money. <laughs> bro, I'm Jabot telling you,
2: one hundred percent. It's, it's some money's coming out, of, nigga. Jabot and Iniche need to my fucking nigga. talk Who, to four men, four bro. Men, that little light skinned nigga with the goatee. They need to give this nigga an award. That store been there for twenty plus
1: years and dog. won't go nowhere.
2: It won't go nowhere. Four Men is outliving everything, nigga. <laughs> like, but that's a that's a feat. Yo, bro, when nigga. when Detroit ends, Four Men will still be right there. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a feat, dog. Duh. Two de- at least two decades. Four Men been out here a long time, nigga. C'est la V. Can never. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Yo, we just got so Detroit on y'all. Y'all don't understand. Um, <laughs> why the fuck? They don't
1: get more Detroit than four men and strictly sportswear.
2: Facts. Fam. Clothing. And, and, and the pinnacle. Because when you going to get to the pinnacle? And yo, y'all shout out
1: to Puffer Rez, too.
2: Yo, Puffer Rez has been doing their thing in Ipsy for a long time. Yeah. and I think they connected with... Shout out to Puffer Rez. Yeah, um adidas needs to thank detroit run dmc and kanye for everything they've done <laughs> i mean
1: adidas did they come out and they did they did their thing
2: yeah no mm-hmm. and they they came here now i need them to go to wyoming go to kanye house he next <laughs> he's the next nigga that y'all need to thank because because i got a pair on o- right now. over three decades three niggas have been responsible for keeping y'all niggas afloat <laughs> and it's detroit is one of them dog um Terry didn't know what to do when this nigga Lamar ran up in the store. <laughs> he was
1: froze. Uh, what, what I want to know is, how are you a drug dealer who got shot in the face, who's who got beef with a major crew, walking around here lacking,
2: who thinks that the nigga who's currently running the crew might be the nigga who shot him to set off all the shit he did to get the crew, and you don't have it on you? Nigga, you brought it on you to a special meeting. That you wasn't supposed to have it on you with. You took it home where you wasn't supposed to have it. Where did the little heater go? Nigga, I had to up it this week. Film. I mean, this past me personally. On the nigga. <laughs> like,
1: oh my god. Oh my. Yo, it was crazy. Where you was at? The Murder Mac? No, I was on Puritan. Oh my god. Same difference. <laughs> Coming out of uh, Tony Harris and boxing. Oh gym. shit. Yeah, I did some filming there, but yeah. Long story short, but like, yo, nigga had to let the nigga know he had it, and I don't got no beef with nobody. <laughs> okay. You, you not fifty boys. <laughs> I dog. may not have been here if I wouldn't have been able to to to, to, to come about that situation, but in real life, yeah, uh, it had it to play.
2: Wow. Wow. You know what's wild? Um, when you sent me that video of uh, uh, D Meeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was saying, fuck 50. <laughs> it was funny because I had it like it was playing in the background. I was getting ready and shit, and I played a little. It was about 14 and a half minutes. <laughs> and when he was saying fuck 50, I was like, the irony <laughs> of y'all being the 50 boys
1: that's funny.
2: And it's Fuck cents, And that was a 50
1: Boys documentary. Yeah,
2: yeah. So
1: listen, listen, if you really want to know this BMF shit
2: mm-hmm.
1: from the people who were in it, from the 50 Boys, the whole nine yards, um, I even found out who, we, we had a question last week about if Lamar's character was based on somebody. Uh,
2: um, Rob sent that oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We found out who he was Who based that was on. based on, yeah. Yeah, it is based on a real person. Um, Matter of fact I think uh, Let me get dog names I know I, I sent it to you But I know we was Both looking into that <laughs> His name is dog <laughs> like, actually, Literally <laughs> His name is dog <laughs> uh, Oh shit Where did that go I fam, uh, I know I Did I not send that To you on the gram Oh you know what I might have sent that From this week in culture Hang on bro um, But any event. Yeah um, yeah yeah Yo Go to Doc
1: Hicks TV doc hicks tv um and this is not not like new shit this is like two years old and yeah two and three years old but it guys it has all the information from the real people and then they actually have all the literally all the court documents so we mm-hmm. all know who told <laughs> uh Facts. not from somebody's opinion but literally from all no, it's court actually documents. who told um i even think i found out who pat was uh, cause that's who they got everything through. Uh, find out who Pat was, who Lamar is, um, who I think um uh, is is the uh the B Mick character. Yeah. Um uh, so
2: yo man, shit is real. It's it's definitely real, and I want people to keep that in mind also. Um something I just thought about when you told the audience to go look at that stuff. You remember when we were reviewing Lovecraft Country and just the amount of effort and the time that we had to put into, like, getting, like, factual information around the events that they was discussing on Lovecraft. Yeah. So I thought it then, and I'm, I'm obviously I'm still thinking now, but I was like, man, I think what really made me believe in the genius of that show was once I went and did my research, we always on the internet talking about do your research, pick up a book, do this, do that. Once I went and did my research, I had a newfound, like, respect and enjoyment of the shit that was going on in the show because the way that they were introducing it was so like brilliant but it was because you were finding out the real stories right I think you know for instance to listeners who might not be enjoying BMF look into some of these behind the scenes stuff look into the real stories behind some of this stuff I think if you're not enjoying the show there's a level of appreciation you can have for it if you get more familiar with what the real stories were behind BMF and behind Meach and Terry. Like, don't just get caught up in, yo, I'm not feeling the production of BMF. Like, nah, these real stories are actually mad entertaining, and once you get a feel for them, it'll make you look at the show and what's being produced and appreciated a little bit more. So I, I think that there's something to going behind and researching some of this shit on your own and not just leaving it 100% to the show, to explain to you, like the entertainment value of it, because it's like, nah, nigga. When you go looking at these stories, this shit is way beyond entertainment. It's like, yo, this is actually insane, nigga. Like,
1: um, on this show, I think they're doing a good job at a little subtle things. Hmm. Um, one of the episodes, b Make show, like them hiding like a gun or some shit in in one of the cars. Um, even when they was hiding shit in the in the sofa, mm-hmm. uh, once you lifted up the sofa cushion. Then there was a, another little false yeah, yeah, yeah. bottom, whatever. I think they're trying to like subtly show that ultimately they're going to get to a point where we're hiding shit in, in, in weird places.
2: And yeah. Shit. So then uh, let's move this shit along. So the, the task force for Drano, they coming at these niggas. It's happening. Um, oh, real quick. When Lamar and Terry bumped into each other in the fucking shoe store, Lamar son, that nigga, threw some money at his feet, told him get some fuck, because the girls and the baby came up right behind them. So where it was finna be beef, Lamar got on some respect shit. Apparently this nigga don't like to set it off in front of kids. So he was like, you know what, Terry, here goes some money, man. Buy your family some shoes or something. Then on the way out, yo, the light-skinned nigga is funny as fuck. Dog say, oh, he got eyes like his daddy. <laughs> I was like, don't do Terry like that. He said, oh, he got eyes like his daddy, dog. I was like, yo, that's wrong as fuck. But, but he,
1: see... That's gonna be his downfall. Yeah. Because there's one, there's no reason to put that in there. <laughs> uh, like if you beef, niggas beef. Well, I don't know. This is this is Eddie's 80s when there was a cold. Yeah. So niggas yeah. would not fuck with you when you had it, with you. With, with you, with, with, with your kid. Yeah. So. Now
2: niggas is a little different. Your kid would get it too in, in 2021. Because
1: if, if it was me, I'm snatching cash down and her kid. <laughs> okay. Yo. And I know Lamar would do anything for them.
2: That nigga Big said, I'm snatching babies. No, I'm hitting babies, no ifs, ands, or maybes. Hit mummy in the tummy if the hooker plays a dummy, nigga.
1: <laughs> yo, and give me the loot. They still have that yo, shit bleeped out.
2: Yo, yeah. Biggie was a wild
1: boy. <laughs> he said, Bitch, bitches get. Mm-mm. For the earrings for and the, bangles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get strangled. Yeah, for the earrings, for the earrings and, and bangles,
2: bangles, dog. Yo.
1: I give a fuck if you're pregnant. Give me the baby ring and the number and one And the number one mom, mom,
2: mom pendant, dog. <laughs> Yo, Biggie was so wild. <laughs> wild dick. nigga. Wild. Yo. He say anything. Give me the loop verse and. Uh, you look so good. Well, no, no, no. We I'm, not I'm, even. I'm we just, not I just, I just, I just want to <laughs> highlight. <laughs> That's one to include and he'll say everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just
1: want to highlight. He will say literally anything.
2: But between give me the loop verse and. You know that was him on both verses. Yeah, yeah. Doing his voice, cra- yeah. yeah. I didn't know that at first. I knew that like later, I didn't know it instantly, but I knew it later. Um, and then Dead Wrong, <laughs> yo, Biggie will say some shit while he robbing you. Yeah, yo, the,
1: the, the, the Eminem, he was a perfect person for that song. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yo. Side note that is the flow that Eminem took from Royston 5'9 from yeah. the original, yeah. Renegades. Okay. Yeah, sorry,
2: inside, shit. <laughs> um. All right, man. So then Lamar kept with the fucking upper hand throughout the episode. He went up to the food truck, brought the crew there, kind of gave it up to everybody at the plant who wasn't knowing what them stone burgers was. Yo, you heard about their secret menu? Order a stone burger. No, no, no. Oh, girl, order one with a Coke and shit. The issue was these niggas was running out of work. So we I can't.
1: I don't understand why this was such an issue, though. Because. Nigga, first off, ain't no new niggas about to just be buying crack, okay? <laughs> We've been up here set up for it. Like, I know who's coming to get it. And old girl, give her a regular fucking sandwich and call and charge her and the regular tell price. tell her
2: it's a Stoneburger, nigga. And
1: all these niggas who ask the Stoneburger, give me your money, and I'll give you a regular fucking hamburger. Or just say, guess what?
2: Put some uh, double cheese on hers and call it a day, dog.
1: Yeah, but when I look at the nigga in the eyes and be like, what you need? Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I know the crackhead's who are here, and I know who really just want a burger, dog. Um, she wanted a burger. But I think the issue was, yo, Lamar know our play? Like, yo. And then, not only that, he brought all the 50 boys with him, or the 12th Street niggas with him, pardon me, just to let them know, we literally could kill all y'all right now. Like, we could fuck y'all whole shit up. The food truck shit, we could rob y'all. We could do whatever. Kato, I mean, she with the nigga, but... Snatch you off, Hoop, the little nigga cooking. All y'all niggas could go down right now. I mean, where y'all guns at, my nigga? My shit worked. Fam, and shout out to Hoop for finally busting back. I mean, I know he got hit and shit, but, like, he was the only nigga with a strap on him. It was like, damn, dog. So after Lamar went to the truck the first time, Kato and Hoop brought all the 50 boys to the truck. All right, now we need to be ready in case some niggas pull up again. But Hoop felt something wrong with that shit. Like, yo. Is that nigga Lamar coming back, or did he set us up so we'll bring the whole crew here so the stash is empty? Yeah. Oh shit! And that nigga hopped in the whip and dipped out, drove to the stash. A real soldier, nigga. Went down there dolo though, cause Cato, bring your dumb ass with me. That's what I'm gonna do, nigga. Like, whatever. But he went dolo, got into a shootout while he was down there. Also walked in there and the whole stash was empty. They had been robbed, that motherfucker. Cato gave Lamar the stash address for the new spot. That shouldn't nobody know, this is the stash. Yo, here's the thing I just thought about. Y'all was in the burbs. That shootout ain't going to go so well for y'all standing in the burbs, nigga. Y'all got to move now. Nigga, the police would have been there. Fam, y'all had a whole shootout, literally, automatics and shit.
1: First off, when Lamar, black ass, rode up in the middle of the night, police was coming. Someone's calling the police.
2: I wanted to know – I rewound it a bunch of times to see if I could make it out, but I couldn't. Who the fuck was Lamar with? Like, who got shot in the ankle? Which one of them niggas was that? I'm not sure. I need to know, dog. But um, Hoop went in there, got into a shootout, caught well, we'll one of them niggas in the ankle. We'll find out if he's
1: Jerry Crow, nigga. Next oh, yeah, because he'll probably. be
2: limping, yeah. yeah. Whoever it is is going to be limping, dog. Um, when, when Hoop shot the nigga in the ankle, he went after him. I was like, yo, get the fuck out of Dodge. But he went after him trying to get a kill. That's when Lamar popped in, caught – caught him in the shoulder, was finna kill this nigga. But then, here come Kato, saving the day, trying to make it look good. She popped up. She bust out Lamar a couple times. She clearly wasn't trying to hit this nigga, but she had to make it look good.
1: I'm going Yo. out like Bodie, my nigga.
2: Yo. I'm not, he was in there like, fuck,
1: I'm about to die.
2: No, nigga no, bust nigga, back. Bust <laughs> back. Or get and your I'm fat like, ass up. Nigga, if you already hit the nigga in the ankle and you run around the corner and you see Dog that made it out. Go, dip. Like, dip. They caught you. They stole the stat. Why are you fighting, nigga? Like, dip. You're not going to catch him. Dip. But you got to dip because y'all been shooting. Fam, you the police to are go, coming, dog. But when Kato came to say and the, it's the a day. House. <laughs> also a fact. When Kato came to say today, she slid out. Or I'm sorry, Lamar slid out. He got his get back later. Though. He scared to shit out. Of that Yo, You know how scared you got to go be the fuck B-Mick? You wasn't trying to get B-Mick no pussy the whole time. <laughs> I'm 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 i um, one. How'd you not
1: see this nigga? Facts. Uh, like how did you not feel that it was another person in the room? If the lights wasn't even out, yeah. <laughs> the nigga was literally just standing like you walk past somebody when, without the lights being out and didn't see him. I'm st- I, I'm I'm fairly sure we're about to find out the connection. But y'all need to give me some more information.
2: Yeah, they got a. So he said he said something about him knowing. The only reason I'm not peeling your cap
1: back is because your daddy was a good dude. So you were friends of my dad? That's how I know you? Or like...
2: Tell me more. But then I'm like, yo, if her, if her daddy was in these streets and he was 12th Street, because clearly he cool with Lamar. We know Lamar was the man before he went up. It's only a couple years ago. It's been two years. So literally a couple years ago. So Meech and them, y'all don't know her dad? Y'all don't know her dad was his mans? I feel like this is shit the streets would know.
1: Well, Meach didn't know who he was. He didn't know Lamar at all. This Remember they crazy. told they told this him they, they told him about Lamar and shit when um when he was talking to Pat and shit, he was like, Y'all sound like y'all scared of the nigga and all that shit.
2: This is crazy. Cause like, to be this heavy in the streets. How old is your dad, my nigga? Yeah. Somebody got to say something. Yeah, how old is Kato? <laughs> somebody gotta tell me something.
1: But I'm thinking, I first I'm thinking like, yo, is this Kato dad? But like, yo, this nigga only twenty-eight, so that's not going <laughs> He started early, you feel me? Uh, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood.
2: Which is also currently streaming on Netflix, by the way. Shout out to Strong Black Lead. Um, Something else that happened that I was like, okay, Meech went to go see his baby moms. Meech popped over there. His baby mom hoed the shit out of the dog. Yo, she's so fine. That's a, a what's her name, girlfriend, in real yeah, life? Yeah, uh, uh, Shy. Yeah, yeah, dog. Why the fuck am I blanking on Emmett. Yeah. yeah, that's his girl in real life. Um, Mitch popped See, over I've there. I've randomly
1: seen her on my Instagram uh, this week, and I would spend some time on her page.
4: Uh, <laughs> Yo, Jay is Lamar. <laughs> I wrote a couple letters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: I've been here, <laughs> feel like I like I've been a fan for a long time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dear Stan, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> Dear Soraya, whatever her name is. <laughs> i wrote you but you still ain't calling oh shit um <laughs> yo so listen we talked last week you uh, want some no oh, <laughs> <damn>. i mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean we talked last week about possibly the writers taking some creative liberties yeah because yeah. they always referenced the child, mm-hmm. but never referenced boy or girl, so we all assumed yeah it was talking about Meach. Yeah, Lil Meach, Lil Meach. So through my research, A.K.A. a nigga texting me some information.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so apparently there is has always been rumored of another child of Meach, mm. a, a girl, yeah, um, named Demetria. Mm. And apparently, all everything has been scrubbed from our, from the internet, and everything says he has one child. Uh, so I'm not sure how
2: how, how this story yeah. no, well, well,
1: how the story is gonna go, yeah. or if he thinks that's his or not. But like the the hey. urban legend is there was another child, uh, a, a female named Demetria, yeah. and like who like Demi- hey. like so this could be that child, and instead of. Now, officially, when you Wikipedia and you search anything, then they said allegedly there used there was a pitch with her a picture with her and Lil Meach together, mm. so like this person exists, but' it's, it's been scrubbed from the internet for whatever allegedly for whatever reason, so did you ever hear
2: I learned this when I was in Colombia did you ever hear uh the like the legend of like Pablo Escobar and his children so Pablo Escobar with his wife had think like two sons and a daughter something like that okay um and he was Pablo Escobar was addicted to prostitutes so he would pay he would fly women in for like months at a time pay him a million dollars just to kick <laughs> it and fuck all day and shit, paying right? for a relationship he literally was like they would be like yeah he would fly chicks in Concubines for like three four or five weeks and then you can go home but they was like he also didn't believe in condoms so they was like a lot of women got pregnant by Pablo Escobar So Pablo Escobar had two rules. It's taking everything in me not to say something racially insensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Stereotype. But they was like he had two rules. If you got pregnant with his son, like if it was a son, he would not have sons without with anybody outside of his wife. So they said if he found out one of the women he was fucking had a a boy, they had to get an abortion. If they ain't abort the baby, they got aborted. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that's what no they literally said if if you wouldn't get the abor- if he found out you were pregnant with a boy by him and you wouldn't get the abortion, it was legit off with your head, and that's just what it was was that the part of bad boy's for <laughs> <laughs> son Some shit? I don't know so then the other rule was that if you was pregnant and they found out it was a girl he was a Mexican too by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo's <laughs> come <on. Yeah>. up. <laughs> Who the fuck? But them bad boys <laughs> But look, them GTG <laughs> What but was like, that old girl and bad boys for? No, nah, they were uh they were Cuban. They okay. were Cuban. Um <laughs> So look they was like the other thing was if you if you got pregnant and he found out it was a girl you could have had a baby, but he wasn't claiming it. So they was like, the legend is Pablo Escobar got like 200 daughters in fucking Colombia who don't know that that was their dad. Like, oh, we know, but you can't say that. Yeah. Or we may get aborted. Because it's still mad family out here. But they was like, yeah, it's like so many women walking around who are that nigga's direct descendant and they either don't know, don't show, or don't give a fuck about what Pablo Escobar did with their mom, nigga. Yo, so this
1: is a lovely uh, story, so I'm just saying that's just what a nigga text me. But, um, Shout out to my sources, though. I yeah, won't yeah. put your name out here.
2: No, no, no. We ain't doing that. We ain't Vlad. If you wrong, <laughs> yeah. they coming for you. No, we're not gonna send BMF your way, nigga. Y'all already heard uh, D-Meeks <laughs> D- was mad. Motherfucking uh, Blue Division Da Vinci mad for nothing. Blue DaVinci. Yeah, I got to play that real quick. I just want to play it. Because I need to know what this nigga was on, dog. Me and Jay laughed at this shit. Sorry, Blue Da Vinci. This wasn't your day, bro. Hold up. Where did this shit go? I just sent it to you, dog.
1: Yeah, I saw it online.
2: Ah, I can't find it. Yo, man. Just know that Blue Da Vinci from BMF.
1: 10-15. And-
2: oh, here you go. Hold up. Only thing I'm saying is if they handle my name wrong, everybody already know. I'm coming to see you. So now, play with the if y'all want. Uh, the, the writers, the producers, the directors, the executive producer, everybody. Y'all
3: play with my name. I'm telling y'all right now. Y'all play with my name. It's up. Period. And there will be no more shooting that. There will be no more filming that. I'm going to try to find a way to up
2: everything about it if play with my name. Now, as soon as I get the first report, hey, bro, they over here playing with your name. I'm coming. Just already know. Have your security beef.
1: My nigga, you didn't come around since two thousand one. They n- in eighty <laughs> six. Like it's a long time before Yo, we get to you.
2: I asked Jay, I was like, I literally texted after Jay and was like, What blue Da Vinci man? <laughs> like, fam, your part is not coming up right now, bro. Like, I'm sure if they get to the Blue Da Vinci era.
1: When we get to the Smack DVD era. (laughs) Yeah,
2: they are going to consult you. Yo, is Smack gonna be on BMS? He should be. And I feel like, I'm with Blue Da Vinci, he should be represented how he was. But I feel like they will talk to you, bro. It's
1: funny, me and Dame, me and Dame, me and uh, Ant come up here, and even today, we be referencing obscure battle lines that came from Smack and URL, but Smack DVD is how we know, when I say we, black folks, know about Well, I won't say that's how we know about BMF, but for the average person who was not involved in anything... Like that shit Started at Smack you, All them videos and, the, and all that shit Anything you can go And pull up online And them party and everything That shit was on the Smack DVD
2: Yeah, yeah man
1: Um, And Smack was right there What's
2: funny is Even with Blue Da Vinci They can have Smack Play Smack <laughs> They don't even gotta go Get an actor nigga. like He can come do that But Blue Da Vinci I'm like yo bro When they get to that era I mean we know what that's about I'm a, Yeah Allegedly Yeah yeah yeah
1: Well I've seen some people Comment that they about think They know what, what that's yeah. about
2: I don't know shit I don't know. And shit don't know a thing. I just feel like I don't think he should be this upset. Not
1: not nah. season one. Yeah, you know, make, <laughs> like, wait till you wait till they make a young Jeezy appearance. Yo, before, like,
2: <laughs> like, like. they gonna have Jeezy, Fab, Gucci, all the niggas gonna be on there, and then he gonna be madder. Uh.
1: I'm not even 100 percent sure this nigga was born in '86. I
2: yeah, I'm not. <laughs> nah, I don't know how old yo,
1: Blue is so
2: Yo and here was the thing So after I saw that video I really tried to Shout out to Blue Da Vinci I literally, I kicked it with him for a good amount of time The day after he got released from prison He was doing his thing in the club I was in Atlanta we was next to each other in the section We talked he kicked some game at me Had on some beautiful fucking jewelry He was living it up BMF style Represent right shout out to that man I just don't think they at your part yet. <laughs> That's it, dog. Like, Not yet. I just feel like by the time they get to season your part, season six. someone will reach out. You will be consulted on how you should be represented because it was a major part in what Meach was trying to do to establish BMF as a brand. So I feel like they're going to, if they don't say his name, we'll see his likeness. The same way with B. Mickey, how we think that might be. De- you know what I'm saying? Like, they're... they're it's almost unavoidable to not represent his likeness for what Meech was trying to do at that stage, dog. But it's just a little early to be as upset as he was in that video. I was just like, Blue, calm. Calm Blue. it down, dog. Shout out to dude with sign. He held up the sign this week <laughs> saying calm down doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's the realest shit I ever read, dog. Um, Let's talk about. Yo, this is weird.
1: <laughs> What's up? Um, uh, uh, if this the person uh, somebody just text me and I don't I'm, from a random number. Okay, Jay Johnson, I bump into a guy that know you that work at the Verizon store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you though. I don't know who. Like, why would you random be talking about me with a guy at the Verizon store? I don't like. This is weird. I don't. I don't know who you are, and why would you talk to yo? jay just
2: showed oh me shit the
1: the, the 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 bubbles are going there oh I, they shit they talking. about to say
2: more yeah they better say this uh this christine <laughs> from verizon <laughs> i don't have verizon though. <laughs> 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 like why would like why would this i don't yo that is fucking excellent i've uh, had
1: this number for 20 years but like this random number text me saying yo jay johnson uh
2: that is really fucking great. Dog. Uh,
1: somebody, I ran into somebody who said they know you at this. So this, this has to be somebody
2: I know, right? You would imagine. Oh man, that's really funny, dog. Hey, look, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, they hit it. That bubble his, done. His name is Blank. He used
1: to work at Comcast. So this is clearly somebody who I I know. So I'm not I'm not gonna open. Or them. are
2: they just a weird pod listener? <laughs> How'd you get this number? Because right? we have a lot of weird pod listeners. Hey, And shout out to some of y'all. A few of y'all I'm not shouting out though, because some of y'all get really weird. <laughs> Who well, I know from seven three four? You called? I don't know. I don't know. One of the twins maybe? No. No, nah, because you got their info. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. And they wouldn't <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yo. So. The fucking task force is coming at these niggas, dog. So, because, uh, shout out to, mm, we mentioned this last week. Mm-hmm. Let's go, the task force. The task force. So, Drano, Downriver uh, Narcotics Operation. That's what it stood for. They added the A just so it could spell Drano. But, um, they are getting ready to fucking raise hell. So, we told y'all last week that this shit was started... Uh, Initially, after Coleman Young said "nigga, none of you, you niggas with the task force are welcome in Detroit. You can't fuck with Detroit residents." So they started making these task force at all the fucking surrounding.
1: Coleman Young wanted this drug shit to himself. <laughs> Coleman said, "Bitch, I smoke
2: the crack. You don't get, you don't do crack. I do crack. We over here with it. Yeah, Coleman. I don't smoke nigga. crack, motherfucker. <laughs> I sell, sell it. it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs of all time." time. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at that speech that they played from Coleman on last week's episode. But imagine him pointing at niggas like, nigga, I'll sell the crack. Like, y'all don't sell the crack. So they started this shit at the surrounding cities, all the metro areas, basically to make niggas, you know, hey, all right, if Coleman said take that shit across a mile or it won't be in the city limits, we going to get niggas who are selling right here. And we told y'all last week, Ecorse, Taylor, Ron, all that shit that they were mentioning um on the show, those areas are right just outside of Detroit. So the Drano Task Force is like, yo, who who the fuck it where's J Mo? Where's Famell, nigga? We found out that Famel discharged himself from the hospital and immediately went to North Carolina. Lamar told him to get out of Dodge, he went. Why why you that scared of this nigga though? I just be thinking like Yo, yo crew loved you. I, why, why don't you tell them niggas All what them niggas literally said, we only fucking with Lamar until Famel get out the hospital. You can't tell them what happened? Bro. You don't got no good? Yo, don't fuck with this nigga. He tried to kill me. I bet you, you make it out of that safely, Famel. Yo, niggas got your back, dog. But that nigga left. Lamar scared piss out of that nigga, literally. And he went to North Carolina to an auntie crib or some shit. So now the Drano Task Force is like, this Lamar nigga seemed like he didn't took over. 12th Street. But what we need to find out is where the fuck... We know where Femel at. What the fuck happened to J-Mo? So Detective Bryant, like, uh... How about this? Maybe J-Mo shot a nigga in the face and he laying low. Detective Bryant literally said, yo, Terry Flinnery got shot. Maybe the Femel and J-Mo shit, maybe that got something to do with that. She go... Nah, it can't have nothing to do with that. So, look, let's look into everybody, nigga. Meach, Terry,
1: no, I, Lamar. No, I think what he said was like, I'm not saying, he was like, well, I don't believe that because I know this kid. He don't got no, he don't got no history. He don't got no record. He don't got no violence. However, this new nigga just got out of yeah, prison. Yeah, this Lamar nigga just got out. Boom, on. boom, boom. Yeah. How about,
2: I said all oh, this shit that makes sense. She was like. Uh, well, let's look at them both. But this is the fucked up part. He said all this shit that made sense, but it's all facts. It's facts. Everything he said was facts, except I dropped J-Mo off to Meach to beat him up a little bit. And he asked Meach about it for all intents and purposes? Yeah. Well, Meach is telling him the truth. Meech- Other than hey, I don't know what happened to him. But Meach saying, I didn't shoot that nigga. I ain't shoot that motherfucker. I didn't shoot him. I literally last time I now nah, last time you saw him he wasn't doing all right but last time you did anything to him last he was time alive. He did see him. No, nah, he saw him get the head. Yeah, but I'm talking about theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw him, I
1: saw you good and bad. I didn't. I'm holding information. I'm not lying. Yeah. Last time I saw
2: you last Thursday, when I saw you last Thursday, was he okay? So yeah, I was he was. Looking, I was looking around on the internet, and a lot of niggas was like, "Yo, I wonder if B. Mickey." is working with Lamar the same way Kato is. Because niggas was like, yo, B-Mickey seemed like he want to move up to the top of 50 boys. We know Lamar was trying to move up to the top of 12th Street. So they was like, what if B-Mickey shot that nigga J-Mo on some shit like this was already to play, but I thought Meech would do it. But since Meech ain't do it, let me go and get this nigga out the paint because either way, I need this shit to fall back on Meech because I'm trying to get to the top of this shit. And now you start to look at it shit like B Mickey not coming to the stash. I wanna know what is your obsession with Meach though. B Mickey? No, I'm talking about Lamar. Oh man. Cause like, nigga, you got your your shit back. The sad part is I think his obsession with Meach is the fact that I know he was fucking my girl. Nigga, when I was, was up.
1: You got you went away you went away for four years. Two. But you was gone for two, but Yeah. You thought this girl was not gonna fuck for four years? Yeah, nigga, you talking <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> like that's, that's what you thought was going on my nigga and she was she's like nigga I know you didn't think I was waiting on you she nigga, told you she that she told you the game and my nigga this not your kid
2: <laughs> like she been hoeing you like bro i stopped coming to see you it's it's wild so then it got wilder when uh and how old is she yo first of all let me, how old is this fucking kid First of all, the kid looked like uh, Venus Williams when she started playing, around like fifteen. <laughs> she looked mad old. Second of all, my issue, probably my second biggest issue behind Northland, was Cash Doll hair in that scene at the end. Cash Doll looked like twenty twenty one Cash Doll in that scene. You know what? You know what my biggest, put a wig on her.
1: You know what my biggest issue is? Hmm. It's the lace front that's on Kato. Cause I didn't know they was making them bitches back then. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> they weren't. It's not no, good. Kato. It's not good. That shit been bothering me the whole the whole season. And I, I when she was on the ground, like, it, I saw it up close. I'm like, nigga, the lace front is not popping.
2: So let's get to uh Meech and, and Terry, they, they've plug situations. So they call Rock. they like, Rock, I right, going to go with you. We're going to do your thing, find your plug. You said you got a homie down there, whatever. We're going to work with that nigga. Oh, yeah. That was the Florida Yeah, man. that was the Florida nigga. So we're going to work with Florida man. We're going to get the work from you, and that's how we're going to do this shit. Florida man. <laughs> yeah, we're going to work with Florida man, dog. So... They go to meet him at the country club or the whatever. That's part of the episode for me. Yo, this shit was great. They go there, they walk in immediately, they not get no love, nigga. They went to the Whitney. Shout out yeah, to the Whitney. Yeah, shout out to the Whitney. I've been to um, plenty
1: of pl- I've been Whitney is not the Whitney No, Like that. No yeah, more. it ain't
2: that Whitney. You can yeah. walk into the Whitney and go to the bar. You <laughs>
1: know, like, rent and request. Matter of fact, Marcus and them had their uh wedding uh
2: right shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you don't you can get a drink without a member number at the Whitney. You can do that now. But they go in there and uh Oh, remember all the fucking parties on Fridays and Saturday nights at the. It's it good times. Good times. That was good times. Good times. Uh, go play a little pool. And, yeah, that was good times. That wasn't it, that long ago. Still,
1: Cause I might be a, you know, anyway,
2: anyway. Hey, I'm walking distance now, nigga. <laughs> Let me know when you there, nigga. But um, so they go down there. They go to kick it, meet the plug, and they get met with immediate like, yo. Y'all niggas, I don't, I don't have no reservation for you niggas. They like, no, we looking for, it? they say dog name. <laughs> said,
1: this nigga ain't even look at the book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was rolling because Terry knew dog first, last, middle. Nigga, Terry was like, yeah, we looking for Anthony Bernard Wooden Jr., drug dealer. <laughs> like <laughs> Used to stay here, moved to Florida. Esquire, got on. <laughs> Florida man. Like, I was like, and dog still was like, yeah, I don't have that name in my book. Thank you. Nigga was like, man, this motherfucker ain't even look at the book, dog. So then they walked off. What's so funny is when he walked in, <laughs> when they both walked in, he was like, nigga, why you come dressed like
1: that? <laughs> he said, nigga, I want to be normal
2: instead of looking like you in this weird-ass suit. But What was funny is Terry and Meech fits wasn't that far off. Not name. at all. I was looking at Meech shit when he said that, like, I mean, you got on, like, the crew neck version of what he wearing. Oh, like. You put on
1: some Rockport, you thought you was smooth, nigga?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. we going to have a whole episode about Detroit niggas and rock ports, because some other companies who owe us out here, <laughs> <laughs> Rockport and Hush Puppy, I need y'all to come talk to niggas, dog. 100%. Pelly, I need y'all to come talk to niggas. Awasam, you here, but come talk to niggas, you dog. You know,
1: Janet, remember when Janet Jackson married a nigga named Awasam? <laughs> and, and everybody we, said we that does. We he was like... <laughs> I felt like I won, okay? (laughs) Because we thought it was the same Al Wizzy. Niggas thought it was Al Wizzy,
4: Like, yo! Yo,
2: that might be the biggest shit we ran with since uh, Michael Jordan was doing a private prison Uh, shit. Oh, I'm so tired of that (laughs) shit. (laughs) Oh, News Smash,
1: it's not true.
2: Same Michael Jordan. I see
1: argument on the internet all the time when they talk about, but he ain't all yeah. like, bitch, you know, shut the fuck
2: up. The nigga down with the CC. No, he not. No, he not. Just stop. Just stop. Stop talking Cause, about corrections associated.
1: Because if he is, I'm about to invest in that shit,
2: too. <laughs> and when they <laughs> dropping them prison ones. <laughs> because. because uh, like, I need the ones with the stripes. I need a, the orange ones. That's
1: a business that's never going out of business. I mean.
2: So. You niggas keep committing crimes. It's a shrewd investor right there. <laughs> yeah. Y'all talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, Bitcoin. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Bitcoin. Yo,
2: Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> fucking legendary, dog. Oh, shit. So they go down to the Whitney, bro. <clears throat> they don't get no love at the fucking door. But then some, they go to the bar. They don't get no love there neither. Dog told them you need a member number to drink. Then somehow they magically just picked the table in the back and <laughs> the, sat at him. the niggas walked in, like, fuck what you talking about. And he gonna be like, niggas. Yeah. What? But I was like, Y'all got past the doorman, the bartender, and then just sat at a table. Oh, they easy. went to the they went
1: to the bartender it was like, yeah, I was like, I
2: need a member number.
1: Nigga threw that money up, was like, nah nigga. Nigga was like, that don't
2: work. <laughs> he there, said bro. no nigga. <laughs> like, no. Hard ER. What's funny is what's the uh what's the shit downtown, the, the club, Detroit, uh, by the baseball field. Fuck! It's by Comerica Park. It got. It's the Detroit, like fucking Detroit Athletic. Oh, yeah. So when you go in there, Detroit um, Athletic Club. Yeah, yeah. A few friends of mine uh, are members there. Um, well, yeah. Uh, one of my homies. Yeah, a few friends, a couple old coworkers, day husbands. So I know their member numbers. Like they literally, my old coworker gave me the number and was like, "Yo, you ever want to pop up? Just pop up on our member number." Cool, I've done it before without her at all. And I never even met her. What's 100. your member
1: number? Four.
2: Nick, <laughs> I walked in that I'm not going to say it on here, but. 415. <laughs> 623. What's that <sad, laughs> is, you only bought a few rotations of that number off, nigga. But uh, when you go in a spot like that, it's immediate, it's different. It feels different for black people. Back then, I could imagine how it feels. Not only when you black, but when you got the money. Like, nigga, no, this ain't about bread. I'm not I'm not in a place I can't afford to be in, dog. This is what
1: I would think. This was kinda this was kinda weird. Like, why would you pick that place for two young kids to me. who sell crap? Yeah. yeah. Like if you're trying to be low, you are not low here. You it, you are bringing every eye of attention. Yeah.
2: If anybody ever looked weird. In a situation like this, in a place like this, it's these two teenagers who just walked in here, flashing money, getting attitudes, not really knowing the protocol, because they clearly not members in this bitch. It's just not low at all. But they went up through there, they found a seat, and then as soon as they sat down, somebody brought them some drinks and slipped them a note. Shit said, Gardens out back. what do you think was happening? I thought they was finna get the plug. Me too. I really thought it was happening, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna go to the garden, just the area in the back, to sit down and be low, and had a combo on any have. Then
1: when the niggas came out with guns, I thought this was slightly unrealistic, because like,
2: nigga, this is downtown Detroit. First of all, niggas with the guns looked like cops. <laughs> they gave me mad police vibes. I don't know what it was yeah. in broad daylight, like yeah, yeah downtown at the Whitney. Which back then was like a place of prestige, like nigga, you weren't getting away with that, bro. You also weren't getting off Woodward before you got ran up on, nigga. That just wasn't happening.
1: So, but I thought they was still the plug, yeah, trying to make him go in a secure location. We just
2: gonna go because when they, even when they were walking up, it was literally like you saw they was blindfolded and they was was, like, "Nigga, I ain't going
1: nowhere," and pushed his ass in a fucking car.
2: Yeah, and then they walking up after they get to the spot, and you hear Terry go, "Meet you here." Yeah, I'm here, bro. Like, so it was like. <laughs> Terry, this this,
1: this the normal walk in the, day? walk in the park for you, huh? They only had to, they only put one patch on your over. No, I'm sorry. This is just, I'm talking about the TV character. Okay? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yo, they did
2: a real good job with the eye, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, Shout out to that. I'm glad they didn't, like, go forward with all eye patch. Like, no, nigga, show the eye, and they did a great job to make up there or whatever. Um, But they brought him to the spot. They unblindfold them, and it's Pat and Rot mm. standing there with shovels. This is never a good thing. In the history of drugs, it's two things that ain't good. Any place covered in plastic. Facts. And niggas standing in dirt with shovels. Nigga, none of this is good, dog. When it was dark outside, because it was just. Yeah, yeah, the- yeah, it was light. So it was like, oh, y'all drove a little far. Y'all went a ways. Got it. Y'all about to kill me. Okay, me and my bro dying here.
1: So then I'm thinking like, oh, Pat about to scare him again. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like, because Meech was, he was sounding kind of bitch, man. Mm-hmm. On the television show. Uh, like, know, yeah, Pat, yeah. man, come on, man, come on, man, come on, man.
2: Yeah, we're never talking about real Meech or real Terry, just FYI. Yeah. Um, unless we're saying great things. Yeah. Um, But in this scene... <laughs> Yo, Pat, man, what the fuck, man? Come on, come on, come on, dog. Please don't kill me, dog. Please now, put your I shovel say, down.
1: I say, bitch, man, as if I wouldn't be saying the same thing.
2: Yeah, no, in that situation, nigga. I, <laughs> like, listen, my nigga, let's see if we can work this out. You I'm feel like, me? yo, I don't even think you need to dig this. Yo, let me see the shovel. <laughs> <laughs> let me see your shovel real quick. I want to, you know, I heard
1: you got the arthritis, you know, what I'm saying yeah. the carpet tunnel and shit. Or you I mean, ain't even man. get the
2: best shovel. Let me, yo, tomorrow morning, let's go down to Ace Hardware get you a better shovel. Hey, bro. yo, that shit I said about the drugs, I don't even sell drugs no more, my nigga. Bro, I don't, yo. You want a consignment, nigga? Assign me to the consignment, nigga. Like, I'm him. I'm him. But I kind of do like me. She was like, well, fuck it, man. What you think I was supposed to fucking do, man? He stood up for himself, which I wasn't mad at. Like, goddamn, Nigga nigga nigga, this is business. He said, I've been asking you for a while for more work. What'd you think I was supposed to do? He was like, I told you,
1: motherfuckers, I know everything that goes around. Yeah. What was old boy thinking? I don't know
2: what Rock thought He thought was that happening. he found out but didn't find out that— That you was, was, was the one that was going behind niggas' back? Side note.
3: I didn't think he found out
2: either. Yeah, no, when he switched that shit and flipped it on Rock. So what was funny, on back. my second watch of the shit, and you'll notice this if you go back, Pat tells—I can't remember if it was Terry or Meech. I think it was Meech. He kind of tells that nigga get down when he about to swing that shovel. He literally kinda angled him like, get down. Like cause he was coming around. Mm. And he literally told that nigga, like, get the, he like gestured. And I was like, Oh shit. Pat really wasn't trying to kill you. nigga. He was like, you bro. know what, you
1: motherfuckers did what the fuck what y'all
2: was supposed to yeah. do. Shit. I ain't mad at you. And he said, I'm mad at this nigga for not telling me anything I needed to know, nigga. He turned around, smacked the shit out Pat with the shovel, and proceeded to get a stab on. Yo, I was not expecting Pat to go this dark level. I wasn't expecting this show to go to this dark level. This went to some Power Season 5 shit um, where 50 directed the episode and everybody just bled. Blood splattered. It it was like. They put the A-B-A-C-A-B-B in there. Yeah, it was. Bang, bang, bang. He stabbed that nigga with the shovel like 15 times. I was like, my nigga, dog.
1: And y'all clean this shit up.
2: So then they clean it up. They buried Pat. Or uh, buried Rock, pardon me. You ever had to dig a hole? Yeah, not, not saying no, no, uh, no, no. But I have. It, that's hard work. It is. It's a lot of work. It is. Doing that shit right now would literally kill me, nigga. My lungs don't <laughs> have it. Um, I'm gonna be like Pat. You might as well going and hit me with that shovel, bro. I'm just gonna fall in. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna fall in. Got to do like that one. <laughs> but uh, so then they 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 bury rock, and immediately they go meet up with this nigga hoop. And I was like, Yo, y'all ain't even give yourselves a break, dog. But hoop came with B. Mickey this time, and B. Mickey and hoop hop out the whip, and that he nigga got Meech, his, was he, got, like, he
1: got his little sling on. Yeah, hoop
2: been shot. He got his sling. B. Mickey hops out. That nigga Meech say, Yo, nigga, where the fuck you been? At? Yo, <laughs> Meech is the maddest nigga on TV right now. He he might be madder than they dad. When nigga. is his birthday?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's a Gemini, dog. That nigga be the coolest cat in the room, no God. care in the world, and then be and mad just as
2: snap, dog. He really just be mad at three people. I want to know when that nigga's birthday at. is, so we can figure out when he gonna have some joy. Cato <laughs> facts: B Mickey
1: and his brother. And t- yeah, them niggas catching all the flames.
2: Yeah, it's it's rough, dog. So they meet up, and the nigga B Mickey was like, "Yo, I I'm been in the hospital with my mom. She's sick." Nigga was like, so why the fuck you ain't text me back, nigga? Or like pay answer my page. Nigga was like. Like it's some real shit. I would not be
1: I would not have been upset or surprised if Meech would've upped the blicky. Yeah. Because you go MIA, you give another nigga the key to the stash, and, and then, then our stash get
2: robbed. get robbed. Come on, bro. It's only five people who know. Four of us is right here. So when they said that, immediately they say, That bitch Kato. And Meech, Meech and Terry said get mad. Kato. Terry immediately hated though. Like, hates Kato. Like, in that moment. Like, he was yo, Terry's disdain for Kato is worse than Meach's, I feel like. So niggas go crazy. Kato, 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 and Hoop like, nah. It couldn't have been her. If it wasn't for her, I'd be dead right now.
1: Cause the brothers is like, is that bitch Kato? And then
2: Hoop. Which is a horrible name. Yeah. Um, and be Mickey because he and be Mickey of, like he's trying to get his dick. No nah, right? man, I just don't think that she would do that. Why you don't think that be Mickey? Well, guess what? If
1: if if we know it wasn't this nigga, yeah, he didn't took a fucking bullet. Who well, took
2: the bullet for us trying to shoot it out though? Yeah. Uh. Well, we
1: don't know. Well, but,
2: here's but here's the thing though. But it, we know it wasn't him. We know it wasn't him. We know it wasn't us. And if you said it wasn't Kato, nigga, it's you. And that's where the convos on the internet was like, yo think this nigga be Mickey in with Lamar, too. We just ain't found out the reveal yet. I don't think that's I don't think it, but I, I understood the argument because it's like, yo, everything Kato doing, you're doing, too. Like, you behind they back on a lot of this shit, too. Disappearing, your mom's magically sick, all that bullshit. So they was like, yo, nigga, alright, y'all wanna vouch for that bitch? Cool, nigga, then who the fuck was it? Meach glad... even swung on the nigga. Um, yeah, he socked the shit socked out Socked the shit man. out that nigga, dog. Right, fuck it, nigga. I'm your boss. So I think Meech will fight at least to this point, they ain't showing me he should be a killer yet. Because uh, he didn't had mad reasons to actually kill niggas, and he hasn't. Like, when your brother gets shot, you was ready. Only nigga you upped the blicking you on was the nigga from your brother's school who you knew wasn't really in that life.
1: Well, he did up it on um, J-Mo, too, but he believed J-Mo.
2: He, he wasn't going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that nigga was crying, and yeah. I'm sorry,
2: like, I ain't never heard yeah, he knew that shit. About, yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, like, but I'm you not, still could have
2: killed him. I'm not trying to just kill
1: niggas just because.
2: Right now, he don't seem Because you got a reason to kill Lamar. You got like 20. Yeah. And you ain't killed that nigga yet. And you know where he at. He literally at Mo' Crib. She live right there. But. Where do that nigga stay?
1: Because he don't stay there.
2: He ain't at Mo' Crib. (laughs) Yo, what if he at like female shit? (laughs) Lamar just owned 12th Street.
1: This nigga got jewelry. He got cars and shit. They just
2: cut you in on the package and everything. Like Lamar, where did you get money? Where y'all get y'all drugs from? Fam. Can let me go to y'all plug? And why is y'all drugs... And the sale like why is that interfering like we already had it established that we was in two different areas selling dog and we gave y'all our streets on episode one so I don't get why it's still this much beef but whatever well, nigga, um, there
1: is literally enough crackheads to go around
2: fam there's enough crack to go around dog. like good or bad yeah. crack <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter nigga the crackheads never asked before like yo is this good crack yeah, but this among, is gonna smoke it amongst though. themselves nigga we about to go on Greenview I mean <laughs> no, nigga Penrod the spot <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit. So then look, we get to the christening the next day, man. Uh I like how they shot this scene. The back and forth. Well, one, how they were like injecting the the flashbacks for Terry to Pat killing Terry getting PTSD from this shit right now. they I done been shot. I've been home two weeks and Pat and already stabbed the nigga with a shovel. But I like how they was going back and forth from the church to the river. So Detective Bryant got a call. It was a floater. Trying to get his body out, but we heard it match your description of yo yo missing nigga. So we trying to pull a body out so we can see. They finally get the body out. Shout out to the actor that played the uh, Tristan. Yeah, he he from here. That's he, what I want. He
1: has. Um, if you go on Tubi, he is in every movie on Tubi. <laughs> um, he is in every movie on um, all the movies we were talking about um, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Yep, uh, he's on there. And I can't find it. I was looking for it. I did see his, like, demo reel he had posted online to try
2: to be Meach. Meach, yeah. Because, like. Because niggas was saying that shit. Like, yo, he had to audition for the Because he light skin with the braids. With the long on, braids, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Shout out to him. Hey, man. man. He landed a role. He was in that movie I just, uh, I went to the premiere for. He was just in here. Uh, yeah. Shit about a month ago.
2: Yeah, man. He landed a role and, hey, he killed it, dog. So he went in there. They said, "Uh, well, he told Detective Brian, yo, we've heard this body. It matches shit. Might be that nigga. We pulling him up right now. He was like, you better not get me caught in no bullshit, though. I don't understand this part. The scene was How a little- How the fuck did he match the description? Y'all ain't cut the fucking body you out yet. y'all ain't pulled the body up yet. But when they pulled it up, it was J-Mo like a motherfucking nigga. Nigga been in that water, bloated his shit, floated up. Somebody hit- Yo, I hate Twitter. Somebody was like, why he look like that? Fam, do you know what happens when- Okay. Um- when they pulled the body, Detective Brian is sick as fuck. Because now this shit can fall back on me, dog. He ain't 100% sure what the fuck happened, but this is where I dropped this nigga off. But see, if it
1: ain't fell back on you yet, why would it fall back on you? Because he been missing,
2: and ain't nobody went and said, my Detective nigga. Brian picked him up, and we ain't seen him since. Yeah, But to that point, one of two things have happened. Either Meech killed this nigga and didn't listen to me, which means I don't have the control over this nigga I thought I did, which is dangerous. Or somebody else did kill this nigga and I don't know what the fuck... Meech couldn't do what I needed him to do was rough this nigga up and get him home safe, nigga. And I thought that that could happen and now I done got in over my head, dog. Yo, be B. Mickey, you a dumb nigga. Yo, know, B. Mickey, you're literally bringing unnecessary attention to this shit because you hot-headed.
1: Now, granted... If B Mickey wouldn't have killed a nigga, it'd have been a war. It'd have been a war. Fam, there was, I was no fuck how many cries and pleas you make once I get out of this bitch and go back to my yeah. crib, all
2: fucked up and bruised, ego hurt, you're gonna try to kill no, me. No, when the crew asks, when the crew knows that the streets are saying, I shot your brother, and then you come and, up here and I'll pop up, up beat up, nigga, we on your head. Female wasn't letting that slide. Them niggas wasn't letting that slide, but. To my point about Meach, like, dog, even though you wasn't going to kill that nigga because you believed him, you kind of had to kill that nigga, dog. Break his leg. Do something. You couldn't just scare him enough like uh, Lamar did for Mel to where it's like, yo, I know I can say this shit to you and do something enough to you that you will leave for good, nigga. You will get the fuck on or you won't bother 50 boys no more, nigga. But you couldn't just punch that nigga a few times with the pistol and then be like, I go home. That wasn't going to work. And B. Mickey knew that. But B. Mickey, your sloppy ass buried him. You fucking up our police. Or we're supposed
1: to bury him. You fucking up our police This is the connect,
2: nigga. This is what we need. This is damn near as valuable as the plug for the drugs, nigga. You were supposed to bury him. You threw the nigga in the river. The motherfucker floated. Somebody seen it. Game over, dog. So Detective Bryant go to the christening. Meets them outside the christening, nigga. Immediately, bro. Walks up right in front of the fam. They was feeling good too. Shit was cool. Pops was even gonna come eat. family reunion. It was feeling good. Because
1: T asked that nigga when they was arguing was like, nigga, we you should be trying to bring everybody together yeah. instead of breaking us apart because of your pride.
2: Yeah. T was out, yo, Terry be preaching these niggas sometimes, dog. And uh It was looking good. Meach had his baby mom with him. She had just used him for some dick the day before. Now she had to christen it on some family shit. She got the kid. Everybody was looking happy, dog. And then here come the detect. Pops was already kind of turned off when he walked out there and saw the double Benzes. It was like, wait, I know Meach Benz because he don't hide what he do. But is that that black Benz that you said your uncle gave you? On the gold boys? With the gold BBSs on the motherfuckers? Okay, I see what's going on. Then the detective walks up, and it's like, yeah, I need to speak to Demetrius. You got a warrant? No, but I think it'd be easy if he just come with me. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, no, if you ain't got a warrant, I, I don't think that'd be easy at all, nigga. I think you should make it hard and go get a warrant, nigga, and come back, and then we could talk, nigga, but until then, we ain't got shit to talk about. And that nigga said, all right, I'll leave, but now- Pops is pissed off again Like yo Fuck you got going on Pops tripping (laughs) He want want me to to ask For that nigga J-Mo back He want me to go down To the (laughs) You know I wouldn't trip And that nigga was like Yo I ain't gonna make it To dinner with (laughs) y'all Yo Pops Why What's wrong You know what the fuck Is going on here And I'm like Mom quit acting new You acting (laughs) brand new He's ask your son About a missing person (laughs) And literally They walked up and said We need to question you About the missing person And And his kid's in the other room so. Like, come on, bro. Um. Oh, but, but why are they questioning him? Yeah. Like, what about? And Meach went to that nigga house later too. Like, hey, nigga, what the fuck was that? And nigga was like, I should beat your ass for coming to my house that late. I should beat yours for coming to the christening with that bullshit. You literally know how to reach me. You can call me. You could have. You could have prepared me a little bit better than that. But uh the nigga was like, yo. I didn't have shit to do with the nigga J Mo missing. Far as I knew, he was straight. Last time I seen the nigga was alive. We know that's bullshit, but I didn't shoot him, nigga. That's what I need you to know. Now, nigga, Detective Bryant was like, nigga, you know how much shit you got me in. Me chanting him a stack like it's some extra bread in there for yo, nigga. This is over, nigga. <laughs> over. <laughs> I
1: said we not we not done yet.
2: Like. <laughs> I I said, said we not done done yet. yet. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the greatest clips of all time, dog. So then uh, Terry got a call about a meetup. This was before the Christening, but he ain't go to the meetup till after. Pulled up to the corner, stood there waiting. Here come another car. Old girl hops out. She was big L all along. She was the plug. Told him, yo, I liked how you handled yourself, but I'm going to do business with you. Not your brother. Is that going to be a problem? Terry said, nah. Then the nigga narrator, or narrator Meech was like, yo, Pat said I turned my back on him. I thought it was justified. Pat was a father figure. And breaking away, I set the example for my brother. So when Terry had a chance, he followed in my footsteps. They establishing this motherfucking divide between these two niggas Early? Early. I'm like, and granted, I don't fucking know. They could have always been this way their whole life. I know they were different in For regards sure. to like.
1: They definitely always had
2: loud, this. quiet, flashy, chill, whatever. I know they were different there.
1: Man, that's a narrative. And, I don't even.
2: I don't and know. here's the thing, hey Terry, you had the black bins with the gold BBSs on that motherfucker. You wasn't quiet, nigga. You know, you might not have said I'm in the black bins, but I saw you. Wasn't shit
1: about BMF quiet.
2: And that's just what it was. And, right? and you started it. So,
1: well, public facing that shit wasn't quiet.
2: Yeah. Um. But all that said, hey, I know Terry. I know Meech or what I've heard about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, I ain't, I ain't just only hear about Meech and was like, well, hey, he did all that by himself. Like, no, I know he had a partner in crime. So literally. But um, all in all, man, good episode. Uh, I feel like, was this something we missed on right here? We talked about. Lamar running up on on Cato, chucking her, putting the gun in her mouth. He was, yo,
1: cash out in the sex scene. Yo, her legs. Yeah, like, she, she threw was them ridiculous.
2: legs up hard as fuck. Maybe Lamar did get hard that quick. I don't know because <laughs> them legs went up up.
1: Yo, shout out to the wardrobe. Had a nigga in, in the white tidy whitey boys because that was some definitely some that was some eighty shit, shit nigga. Yo, that nigga pulled them up like usually in movies it be like. You pull the person pants down, yeah, and then they just be automatically in there. He yeah. was like,
2: "Nah, nah." You could. I'm Lamar like, Lamar got right to it.
1: Like this thing yeah. a pull out for real. Pause.
2: Lamar like, got right to it, dog. He wasn't really out here for no. That looked like an actual sex scene. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know. Lamar looked like. Cash out. is pregnant. <laughs> Yo, and on that <Annette>, note. she <laughs> is pregnant. Now we're going to have trouble By with Detroit Tracy T. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, all in all, man, I thought this was another good episode. I'm excited to see what they do with these Final Four. Uh, if you're not feeling BMF, I'm, I'm not mad at the crack fatigue. But uh, I do think that the show needs to be. It's entertaining. Given a chance, like man. I'm entertaining. Like, I'm, by this I'm shit. not watching this shit and telling you it's terrible at all. Because and I'm not gassing it because it's BMF and we from Detroit or knows. Sh- like I could, but who knows? I, I think it's, I won't know until. Next but year. here's the thing: I haven't come on here and said, "Yo, this shit was mind blowing." Like it's just entertaining, man. Like it's a good story. It's a story that, as familiar as I am with it, I like being able to look at this and see like these nuances and shit that I didn't know about or that I'm like. Let me research that and see if that was real or fake, like, or who this person was, like, supposed to be in real life, dog. So, all in all, man, I'm enjoying the show. I think it's gotten better week to week. I hope it continues that trend, man. And uh, next time y'all hear from us, dog, we got Insecure coming. We got BMF coming. We got Harder They Fall coming. So, it's a lot of good content coming up in the next week. Um Shit, but y'all already know what it is, man. Follow us on the socials, This Week in Culture, on everything. This Week in Culture pod at gmail.com if you want to send in a Blackberry letter or a voice note. Other than that, I'm Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson, episode 187. We out.